Gilbert Gottfried, and you are listening to Moles and Mel on Rap Rankings, a black guy and a Jewish guy reviewing hip-hop albums? Who would listen to that shit? Yo, f*** you, Drake, first and foremost, making me do this sh**, Had to throw Jesse out the motherf***ing room. <sighs> I can't believe this guy. You know, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. Uh, you know, we were on the phone before the thing dropped. I was ready to come in here real fired up, real mad. But now, the album's been listened to. We're here to review it. And I must say, I'm feeling pretty serene. The aura is tranquil. Shout out to my message board, people. I'm just, I'm just here, I'm here to talk about the Drake album. Well, we got we got a little uh, housekeeping to do before we get into that. Well, you do okay. Drake, you were supposed to drop your album at midnight, like every other artist does, except for Kanye, because we know about him. <laughs> and. <laughs> You made us, granted, you said 2 a.m. Eastern time, and you ended up kind of dropping it at, like, what, like, one fifteen. Yeah, like, I, so, I mean, this is what I was going to come in fired up about. Listen, I don't know what it is. Actually, I do know what it is. We talked about this on the phone. You know what? I might as well just tell him, even though I'm not mad anymore. Listen, bro. <laughs> I'm mad still. I'm mad because <laughs> because this, this bullshit has prevented the third member from joining us for this review. Jesse was supposed to be here. Um, we had an artwork done with him on it and everything. Yeah, listen, sh- throw, one, throw a shot in the air for Jesse. Oh, so He's with let us people know, Mel, if there are new listeners spirit. to the show, let them know what this show is, what we do, and why this is going to be a little bit different from our other reviews, seeing that it's a first listen. Okay, well, this is our first listen uh, new album review series. Um, I should start by telling them about the rating system. Um, sure. Look, if if I have slurred speech and everything, you got to understand, I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay. uh, Drake Drake decided to deliver this album late, an hour late, and yeah, an hour we don't late. wait till the next day to do these first listens. We literally get on the get on the line. You hear this guy? As soon as we get on the line, as soon as the shit's over, the album's fresh in our minds. Look, you know, look, look, we're not here to suck ourselves off, though. You know, it's our job. We love to do this. We love to to keep our foot on these people's necks. You know, but uh, you already know. We were so expecting to be here, here, you know, earlier is all, you know. This um, is Rap Rankings, the show where we listen to, rate, rank, and discuss every album in hip-hop history. I am the Captain Mools. This is the Virgin Mel. And yeah, that's he's going to let you know about the yeah. rating system. Although, uh, these ratings are especially I'll not I'll static. Tell I'll tell him. I'll tell him. The rating system. This is how the show is going to work. So listen up, kids and adults and whoever else, because uh, if you want to get mad or whatever or get happy, I don't know what you want to do, but... Just do it all within the confines of this rating system. So, the rating system. The rating system is simple. Each song is rated on a scale of 1 to 10. These numbers do not reflect the quality of a song, as that is indeterminable. Instead, each number reflects a level of enjoyment. In short, here's what each number means. 10 means, this is a perfect song to me. One of my favorite songs of all time. 9 means, I love it. 8 means, I like it a lot. 7 means, I like it. 
Six means it's all right. I don't dislike it, but I can't say that I like it. Five means I feel practically nothing about this. Four means it's not the worst thing I've ever heard, but I dislike it. Three means I dislike it. Two means I hate it. And one means I absolutely can't stand it. One of the worst things I've ever heard. Side note, when you hear mules or I add a plus or a minus to those numbers, understand that the pluses and minuses have no mathematical or statistical value. They are merely indicators that mean one of two things. First thing it indicates, <clears throat> sorry, my voice is leaving me. It's been a long day. Um, it's like saying a stronger light version of that number. You hear a six plus, strong six, seven minus, light seven. Second thing it indicates is that the rating could go up or down in the future. And that's very important for our first listen to album review series because uh, well, I'll explain in a second. But yeah, that six plus could one day be a seven or an eight or a nine or a 10, you know, or it could drop five, four, three. You never know. The ratings aren't static on the show. Now, with this series, this, this specific series, these ratings don't go on the board. If you want to know about the board, go to rapratings.com. Listen, we have more respect for ourselves and the artists than to do one listen, literally one listen, write notes, come in here, and then put them on the big board. You know, we're not going to put a one listen review on the permanent record. So that's how this series works. It's, it's here because, listen, we get it. We know how the world works. You want the knee-jerk reactions. You want the hot takes. Hot out the oven. Can you like just it burns through the oven mitt is so hot. You know, you right. want you but want listen, that, you know, I'm, we're here. This is line, the entertainment show. Yes, series, this is entertainment you know? because it ultimately on the main line of our show, which you can see the board and see what everything else we've ranked so far, as well as click through and actually listen to the episodes. Um Look, you want to know what this show is really like? We got a take care review and a nothing was the same review out now. You right, know. and those and are number one going to be significantly longer than this review, right? And in addition, you know, we wait a year before we actually review something that's going to make it to the board. So these first listens, they're in the moment, knee jerk reactions. Um, I expect my rating to potentially go up or down from here. This is my first listen, so uh, I just took some notes while I listened put some ratings it, down and I'm ready to get into it whenever you are Mel. It's not often that my rating doesn't change after first listen, especially with this guy we're doing tonight. You know, I oh, have yeah, to we know about sort you. of calibrate, you know about me, right? The Drake enthusiast. So I sort of have to like calibrate myself, you know, before well, I, I think, can really I think, give you I a think rating. we should do this before we get into the review, actually briefly. And I do mean, briefly what is your familiarity with this artist that we're going we, to be we shouldn't even today? do that because that just there's no way to be brief about it and they'll find out through the course it's of the drake review. right we all know drake listen i've known can drake we, since i was eight can or we nine say years at old the very least Degrassi. for those listening right now going in are we both drake fans to some yes. degree or extent i would say yes yes absolutely i would call myself a super fan actually I would say um, my super fandom of Drake ended in 2014, but I still remain a fan of his, despite the fact that I have criticisms about him. In fact, right. I made a comparison to you earlier today, and I think it's uh, pretty accurate the more I think about it. The way I feel about Drake is the way I feel about modern day WWE wrestling, <laughs> in the sense that... It feels like I've been watching the same program for years on end with no change to the presentation whatsoever, but it's, it's still wrestling at the end of the day, but my fanatic years as a wrestling fan have come and gone. I don't even know if I can meet you there because the modern day WWE product 
you know, I'm still rocking with them over AEW. You know, I got loyalties. You know, uh, but but I think I think modern day Drake is 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 better than modern day WWE. Sorry, Vince. Uh, it is what it is. You know, but well, uh, I guess that remains to be seen as we get into the CLB review and congrats, Drake. You could finally take the heart out of your hair. <laughs> Listen, we're gonna. Uh, <sighs> Sorry, do we usually do? I mean, we're, that was the ratings, but do do we usually explain like the takeaway average and weighted, or is that part of? It's been so long since we've done the first list. Yeah, we might have already been them. shook. You know, not releasing things because we'll, of we'll the tell virus. Them, tell them, tell them, because we're going to give our weighted ratings and everything at the end. Okay. Well, listen. Um, yeah. All right. Once every song on an album is rated, three separate ratings are determined: the takeaway rating, the average rating, and the weighted rating. The takeaway rating is the percentage of songs liked, that is, songs rated 7 or higher. For example, on a 10-song album, if you like 5 songs, the takeaway rating would be 50%. The average rating is the percentage obtained by dividing the sum of the song scores by the highest possible score that particular album can receive. For example, each song can receive a maximum score of 10 points, so if an album has 10 songs, the highest possible score would be 100 points. The weighted rating is the percentage obtained by adding the takeaway rating to the average rating and dividing by 2. Once we have our separate weighted ratings, we add those together and divide by two, with the resulting percentage being considered the final and definitive rating used to ultimately rank the album on the giant board of every rap album in history, which we won't be doing here tonight because it is a first listen to album review. Right. Okay. All right. So I think that covers everything. I think that covers everything. It's kind of a weird order, but look, we're tired. We're tired, man. We're tired, okay. and you know what? He took Y'all know Jesse. tired. We're all tired these he days. He took Jesse from us. He took Jesse, our third member. He took him from us. Okay. He was already got a new laptop and everything. Jesse, you know what? No, I promised Jesse I would cuss Drake out. I mean, I started at the top, but look, bro, you know, I'm not even mad anymore, but here's the thing, bro. Drake. You're better okay. than this. You can't be running a Mickey Mouse operation like the You're competitor. You're around like Kanye, bro. What are you doing? Delaying? You haven't delayed something since like so far gone when we were all up that night. I was a junior in high school and you were like, you know, give it. Listen, man. Right, but you okay. weren't the biggest rapper in the world at that point. That was the difference. <laughs> Look, shout that out was a to mixtape. I mean, come on, man, get it together. Shout out to all the artists who've been holding their stuff because of COVID. I get it. I get it. Okay, smart. You got to You know, you don't want to waste the album and you can't tour. I understand. I was an artist once myself. I understand. I don't blame you. But this is the way I look at it, Drake. <laughs> you had. You first teased this album, 2010, summer 2010, spring 2010. You said it'd be out that summer. 2010? come out. Right, sorry, not 2010. 2020. 2020. I was whatever. thinking, damn, you, you're going deep in the Drake lore. Was this mentioned <laughs> early on? Yeah, no, 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 no. We haven't, no. Uh, 2020, sorry, that's what I meant. You know, he, he told us about this then. And then I think he probably, he probably underestimated how crazy COVID was going to be moving. So we didn't get it then. And, you know, he was like, you know, January came around. He put the trailer out, January. Then, then that didn't come. He, yeah, 2021. Jan- and then, no, he tore his ACL or meniscus or whatever it was, you know. And it's like, okay, you know, whoopee, whoopee, where's my whoopee drop? <laughs> okay. Uh, he said he tore something, and we just all sat here like this. Okay. So we kept waiting. He said, see you in 2021, right? So... <laughs> First of all, I'm already thinking at this point, you know, as he's done this, you know, you, you do a whole trailer and then you, 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 we don't get it. I'm just, I'm just, I'm looking hey, at. No, what happened to this like Fortnite concert streaming? That event? was all theory and wild internet speculation, you know, Seemed you know like how that bullshit, goes. But, you know, I... yeah. 
anyway, the like point there, is... There was, there was a rollout that was already, you know, between the trailer, the Laugh Now, Cry Later. It's clearly a push. It's just been a weird rollout. I hate that. I hate the term rollout has been ruined. Okay. Because everybody thinks they know about it now because yeah, but look, man, the point is Drake, you broke your promise. Okay. And, and you kind of kept us in the dark for a while. I didn't know what was going on. I had to check these mess. You know how bad these message boards are. I was on Reddit. You got the Drake report canceled, Drake, because of yeah, your, you had a Drake report on our, on our, on our, on our proper show, Rap Rankings Proper, the mainline show. You know, I had to cancel the Drake report because we wasn't getting enough reports. You know, I was on Reddit's and Discords. You know, those places are well. Dark. You were getting reports, but it was all false, false infos. <laughs> you know, the message boards were were getting scoops from. Uh, they called him quote fat academics. It was nah, getting bad. Out listen, here. that was fake news, us. Okay, <laughs> listen, man. So we're just waiting and waiting and waiting. You know, laugh now, cry later. Is getting stale, and then we get to this night. It's like we've only had like a week, like rollout, really. You know, because you postponed it until like this week, really, and it's just. What do we right, get? I guess Some billboards and sports center advertisements that popped up. You know, hacker man advertisements and like uh freaking billboards with Instagram caption lyrics that were making me nervous and the features. Listen, the point is we get to this night, right? We're all planning for this to be released. Me, Jesse Mules, you know, midnight. Look, we're I in get... the middle of a Jizza liquid swords review in the main line right now that we have basically we've only recorded part one and our guest spot so far we still have to record the review on saturday we moved heaven and earth for this you know and then he doesn't even release it on time and i'm looking like bro you had an extra year and a half why are you working up to the deadline and here's the thing this is the problem with this streaming arrow okay oh sorry rap rankings uh newcomers when we when we end words and oh it's just a thing that we do okay just don't worry about it arrow okay this this new streaming arrow have has made these artists so lazy because they work up until the last possible second because they know they can just deliver the way file well, masters and put it on the services work, in like 10 minutes. Dude, artists would work to the deadline back in the CD era, but there was like a, you know, two, three week buffer time where if they didn't make it, their album's getting pushed back. You know, right. And now they just think, oh, whatever, we can deliver the masters at the last possible minute. And then it's like, oh, we missed the deadline, whatever. Push it back a couple hours. Bro, you had an extra year. And if you were going to do... And here's the thing. He said, oh, 2 a.m. Eastern. It wasn't even that. It was it was an hour earlier than that. Right. So, There's, so like, what are we... We're sitting around really just... Uh, being I drank a couple 300 milligrams of caffeine sitting phone. over here shaking. We're complaining know. on the phone like a bunch of Karens, really. I was angry. But I had the bubble guts because the caffeine. My body currently I was gonna, feels. I was going to lay down for a little bit. And then Mel's talking I'm about, like, oh, no, it's here. I'm thinking, what's I going know, on? Bro, what's going on? You know, and I'm just sitting here, man. Look, don't hey, y'all don't have to deal with this. I'm, Let me rant. Okay, I'm, let me rant. Drake fans, we'll get, we'll get the review. We'll I'll take the review. 115 over 2 o'clock. Don't get me wrong. But, I mean, what is with the erratic nature of the operation right now? Bro, my my body feels like a crumbling factory dealing with this tonight okay and and it's just <laughs> I, I really shouldn't we're drop we <laughs> look at look at the feed look at the rss feed we do six seven eight nine ten this. hour shows we do, we this. do this so okay. don't think we're complaining because we have to do it. it's just we thought we were going to be able to do it at a certain time and we and, were supposed to do it with our good pal the third member jesse fairfax aka at from old harlem and you know he had to wake up early he had other obligations. 
And, you know, you know, he wasn't able to make it now because of this. Pushback. He had to get a new laptop. And it's like, if anything, why didn't you tell us this morning, Drake? Because I wouldn't have minded if you said two. because then I would have known 2 a.m. Eastern. Okay. He bought a Chromebook. Then he went back to the store to get a, a Windows instead and returned the Chromebook because he was unsure. Chromebooks are, 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 are waste you machines. What you know? is going on? Drake, what is going on, man? Just why would you wait so close to the normal like release time to tell us it's going to be two hours late and then it's, it's only insane. one hour late? Dark it's Lane, just Darkling demos came out on time. They're demos and they came out. You, if, you killed those, the vibe. You, you killed, killed the vibe, vibe man. You of your the vibe, own dude. big night. And, but don't and worry, bro, bro. I, I would lose. I would lose points when I when I actually did turn in assignments late. You know, at all. I would get. I would lose points for this bullsmith when I would turn in late work. This is late work. You should lose points. I should. I should. I should dock your your ratings. I'm hey, about to get. No, but we're professional. No, that's not we don't fair. do that here. We don't do that here. We're professional. We got to have some integrity here. If you don't want to do the review, don't do it. But you know, listen. When I when I press play on that thing, the music goes in my ears and the rating comes out of my fingers. That's what happens. Look, like Forty's mom always say, rap rankings is professional. Okay, you know, so through this weird rollout with, you know, whole chunks of time with no information to just hey, everything being I'm rushed out in one week. Rollout. I'm here to review the music. Exactly. And I know you are. That's too. what we do. I am too. So you know what? Let's get into it. Let's make this uh real fucking quick, nigga. Okay. And for us, real fucking quick is about two, three hours. <laughs> Let's get into it, man. Is Lipton on board with this one? You think the brisk face sponsored by Lipton? I think they're on board. We're making okay. good time. Here we're we making go. good time. So here we go. You got track production one. credits or we're just winging nah, it? Nah, nah. We know how the first listens go. I'm not. Okay. They get track titles and features. It just sure. Sometimes they don't even get features if they're not written down. So, yeah. All right. Here we go. Track one, Champagne Poetry. Well, good news, Drake. You're starting out on a great note. Flat eight from Mel. I wish we could connect. Okay. And... I say that because we're really, really close. In fact, favorite song on the album, the whole wow. album, all 21 songs. This is wow. the peak for me. Seven okay. plus. Nice. So I, I didn't give anything an eight this time around. Eight. Real eight. fucking quick, nigga. I, Whoa, really, what in the world? <laughs> I really like it. I know Sam we're going, Drake. Tweaking I, again. I, let me at least tell you what I like about it, though, bro. You're Just slow down, bro. <laughs> how's he going to rush us along after he made us wait? We know the about The nerve him. of this guy. Okay. The nerve. So I'm not giving it an eight right now, even though it's my favorite song on here. It's the first listen. Everything hasn't really sunk in for me, and I'll get into that in my description of the track and why maybe you'll understand why I'm at a 7-plus on this. But, yeah, 7-plus. Uh, favorite thing on the album i have a lot to say more so than other tracks all right well i'll start here as soon as it came on musically i was thinking yes because listen i'm like i'm gonna gonna say it right now i'm gonna say it right now chops they're different types of records Mm -hmm. but i'm putting this on 1a 1b with legend is my favorite drake intro of all time god not a Drake intro enthusiast. I was just about to say, show. Mules is not even a Drake intro lover. You know, I have like most people, me intros. included. I think he's great with his intros, but yeah, Mules not so much. But you, but you like this as one. far as his rapping intros go, and the beat is the best intro beat he's ever had. Oh, bro. Okay, I have so, so much to say about this beat. 
And I want to say this is going into this album. I was telling Mel, I'm coming, I'm coming to hear Drake over music. I've never heard him over before. It's important to me that we don't just get rehash, rehash, rehash of the same shit that he's essentially been doing since if you're reading this slash views era. Mm-hmm. Okay, One could argue um, he's been spinning his will since 2015. One could make that argument. Definitely. He's been in the same musical space. Right. Whereas many other artists like to switch it up every album. You get a different soundscape. Drake mm-hmm. is old reliable, right? You kind of know what you're going to get from him. But I live for these curveballs from him. Mm-hmm. And we open up with one. So I'm thinking immediately, I'm going to have to eat my words about this album. <laughs> it was sounding special coming on. I'm so like, yo, is he actually It opens up it? with these chopped up, pitched up vocals. And the beat is very chaotic sounding. It has those low ambient drums in the mix, but there's like two or three different layered vocal samples. And Drake is rapping. I mean, <laughs> rapping, rapping. Um, to the point where... He does this a couple times on the album. Maybe there's three or four other songs where he really kind of bars out, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. But this is this is the tightest rapping I've heard from him throughout this whole first listen. Um, my only knock on this in the first listen, that first verse with all that stuff going on in the mix, felt like there was a lot to try to focus on at once. But then... By the second verse, I felt like things came a bit more into focus for me. Uh, The sample got to breathe again with no Drake and no real beat behind it. And then we get that low pass beat switch. But let's let's stay on the the beginning here. Okay. Well, what did you take away from before we get to the beat switch, Mel? Well, you said you were having difficulty keeping track. Um, Maybe it's because... if I go back and listen to it a couple more times, it'll probably normalize to me. But it was it was what I asked to hear. I wanted to hear something different. So hearing Drake almost competing for my attention with two other vocal samples worrying about in the mix was like a bit chaotic at first. But even by that second verse, I said, I kind of adjusted my ears to it a little bit more. I got calibrated real quick because... You know, I come from a, a dark past of production. So, like, I can usually sift through the chaos uh, <laughs> more than other people, I guess. So, yeah, I, I was tuned in. You know, I, I I got I got this sense with the boy's voice. You know, I can just kind of that Bamski was bricked up. You know, I can I can really focus the in. The was, was the whole up, time. folks. It was bricked. <laughs> I've heard I, it. When, I mean, they've, they've always said that as far as, you know. Uh, when I hear the boy's time. voice, yeah. I'm standing at attention. What do you want? All right. Listen, I'm going to just tell you, when this one came on, after after all the worry and concern I had going in, I was like, oh, no, I'm about to be a dirty slut for this man again. <laughs> like, I was, Listen, I was I was scared. I was ready to pull down the straps like Kurt Angle and hit him with that. But then I told myself, hold on. Hold on. We got 20 more tracks, you know? There's a lot more. Don't don't overheat yourself. (laughs) You know? Yeah. So this this comes on. I'm loving the chops. And I'm like, okay, so I'm tuned in. I'm hearing the lines. We're getting some 
very early we're getting the classic Drake one-liners. You know, the IG captions. Live so much for others, I forgot how to feel. No, live so much for others, I forgot how I feel. I'm like, oh, I love that. Talking about moonwalking through a minefield. It's like, oh, we got more Mike O. Jackson references. Okay, but I actually like that one. That was dope. Uh, and I was like, okay, he's still kind of doing the drone flow that I want him to break out of all the time, but the bars are there. And just as I thought that, he said something like about, you know, these are the effortless flows, supposedly. So I'm like, oh, he's aware? He's becoming self-aware? You know, I'm like, all right. And I'm like, yeah, this is the best beat he's been on in a while. This is sounding special. Then the beat switches. Yes. So this is I'll very say this. For this thing I wrote, it reminds me of the beat switch on furthest thing you know smoking drinking getting I mean, money shoot this, he was doing a lot of beat switches on to. tuscan leather too obviously yep. you know it's just yeah but so the beat I'll, itself literally sounded like what the beat chain that jake one beat at the end of furthest thing right um, yeah it's a lot easier to focus on the bars on the second beat and even though there's like some weird like radio static kind of that starts creeping in um I wrote here that I said I wanted this album to sound musically different than the holding pattern we've seen Drake in for the past seven years. And this at least checks that box for me. And the bars sound pretty precise, even though I had some trouble keeping up with them at first. Uh, There's some more musical flourishes at the end, perhaps by 40, kind of outer space sounding, which we'll revisit one or two more times on this album. Um, I said I think I might need to sit with this one more, but as of right now, seven plus. I mean, I'll tell you this. So the beat switches and I decide, you know, by the end of the song, I like the first beat and part better uh, beat and bars, you know, both better in the first part. But the second part's cool. You know, emo male, lonely male was was feeling my heart feel vacant and lonely. Yes, it does. There was a moment where he sort of starts raising his voice along with the beat, which was dope. I, like, we don't usually get that from him. Like, he's not usually that emotive. Right. Like, that I'm like is he trying to go on, there? Uh, you with me. But he didn't quite yeah. go there. He didn't quite. Right. I know what you're referring to. He didn't. Right. You know, he didn't all the way go there, go but there. he was kind of elevating with the beat. I'm well, like, oh, OK. I will say this, Mel, versus views, because I do think he sounds locked into certain flows on views, for instance. Uh-huh. He gets locked into flows on this album, but when he's rapping like he raps on this song and a few other songs on this album, he does seem a little more energetic in his voice. He sounds a lot more focused and keyed in than he did on Views. Like, Mm -hmm. I hear you. He's not reinventing the wheel with his flows, but he's sounding tight and, like, invigorated and, you know, like, he's in control. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, by the by the end, because there's another beat switch is the third one. So like very Tuscan leather switches all over this album, all over this album. We'll get to it to to varying degrees of effectiveness. But by the end of this, I'm like, yo, he keeps this up. This is going to be his first undebatable classic because people like to go back and forth. Does Drake have a classic? I think he does. It's nothing was the same, you know, review out now, like I said earlier. But that was a Mules and Mel double stamped classic. Yeah, we both we both stamp it. You know, it's so a, there it's you go. Like, approved. If, if you're listening right now and you're wondering what the credibility of the two people you're listening to, what do they even like Drake? I mean, we think nothing was the same. It's the third best album in hip hop history, right, now. bro? So. As of right now, look, we've done. Let me see. I'm, I'm I've got I'm on raprankings.com right now, looking at the board. Out of the 81 reviews that are currently there, Drake is number three with the 85 percent weighted. Eight point five out of ten. You gave it a uh, 81%. I gave it a 
right. giving so, us the rap rankings weighted rating of 85%. It's 8.5 out of 10. Suffice to say, there's no agenda against Drake here tonight. Absolutely not. I just said I just just said I was erect for the man, you know? So, look, um, I got my hopes high by the end of this first track. I was very worried going in, and I'm like, yo, okay, maybe I, I, got I see now. I got my hopes high, but then I checked myself. because you have I was to like, check yourself. I was like, yo, you have to. Chill, chill out, buddy. You don't even you know. know what's coming, okay? It's look like, these, you know. Look, look at these features, okay? <laughs> I was like, yo, am I, am I going to basically, it's like, you know, am I going to have to lick some OVO branded boots after all? You know, and it's like, you know, let me just let me chill is out. Is he still is he still on the uh, red wing boots? Is he still repping those? Red wing boot gang. I, I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> but yeah, there was a um, red wing. I was living in Woodside, Queens at the time when Thank Me Later came out. And when he said, fuck that old shit, I'm on new things. OVO click red <laughs> red wing boot gang. And there was a new red wing store that opened up in Sunnyside. I like went to the store and I was like checking out boots, trying to size like what Red Wing boot should I buy? Because I'm <laughs> in this gang as well. In addition to oh, Drake, man. I'm also a part of the Red Wing boot gang. Uh, never owned a pair of Red Wings in my life, but this fucking Canadian was trying to influence me. A uh, younger Mules. So this younger. was uh, a tw- 22 year old Mules. Oh man. In the Red Wing oh. store in Sunnyside, you know? Well, when and you I was were 22, like, I was 16, I think. So, yeah, I ain't have no money. We, we know, know about, about me. I still ain't got no money. <laughs> Listen, what did ODV say? Is it, what now? What did ODV say? Oh, what? Hey, 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 guys. No, he said, that? came out of my mama's pussy. I'm on welfare. 26 oh, years old, man. still on welfare. <laughs> I'll but, tell you this. But Mel okay. also refuses welfare, which is insane. I mean, it's it's just... It, we know about you. You listen to Candace Owens. She, she speaks of pulling yourself up by your bootstraps. He doesn't believe in government no handouts. Owens. We know about you. And, and we know about today because you went into this album the way the Trumpers went into Election Day. You were, you were fearing the worst. Hoping for the best, but fearing the worst. <laughs> I mean... There's a chasm between that 81 percent that I gave nothing was the same and the 89 percent you gave it. But of course, chasm is we know about them, and it's fine. But look, I'll just say this: this is what I'll say. Okay, Mules, you were 22. You probably had a little bit of money trying to buy some Red Wing boots. If I would have went in there, I would have asked. They would told me the price. I would have said I ain't got it. And you know what they would have told me? Your poverty offends me. That's what they would have told me. So, yeah. Quick pickup um, on the new drop. Uh, oh, yeah, you know. Shout you out know. to the FX Networks for that one. Yeah, shout out to Ryan Murpho. Um, Anyway, what do, you, what do you say we keep going? We got to keep going. It's we, we show, super dude. crucial it's, and it's important. It's 2.19 in the morning Listen, here. We've, we've set up the stakes, okay? Is Drake going to do it again? I mean, we, we didn't really get into the stakes properly, but just their stakes. Their stakes. Um, look, it's just... Well, maybe we'll get to it throughout the review, but just yeah, this is a very pivotal moment in his career. It feels like whether know? he knows it or not. Exactly. I hope he knows it. I hope he knows it. Uh, anyway, it feels keep- like dropping the album an hour and 16 minutes late is indicative of not knowing it, but maybe, <laughs> maybe he knows and can't help it. I don't know. What's next? Track well, two? What's next? Yes. Track two, 
Speaking of which, Pop. I'm glad that What's Next isn't on this album. I think even the people that liked it got sick of it by the end of the NBA. You know? That's, Facts. It was playing it too much. Facts. Um, yeah, what we have next, uh, a track Eddie Guerrero would love. Track two, Poppy's Home. Um, seven plus. Flat six for me. Um, also, you call your song Poppy's Home, but you say Daddy's Home in the song. You don't say Poppy. What is yeah. that? It's weird. It's called Daddy's know. Home because that's what yeah, you say I, in the song. You don't say Poppy. I don't know. I that don't was know. that's a knock against it for me. Um, <laughs> what did my notes say? Soulful sample into heavily phasered and pitched up vocals and typical drum programming and hi hat pattern when the beat drops. Drake doing his Drake thing on here. Some beat reversal and no drums with the sample playing out and Drake and Nicki Minaj maybe. Just ad-libbing. No, it's Nikki. It's and then Nikki. the beat drops, and you get the daddy's home refrain. Beat keeps dropping in and out. Not so crazy about this one and less intrigued by it musically than the last one. Um, so, yeah, I just think this one's very stop and go for me. Kind of their moments I thought were decent, but this didn't grab me overall. Uh, in contrast to the first track, this is a beat where I feel like I've heard it at least a dozen times from Drake. Uh, I like it, uh, but it's this is like, you know, conventional Drake-type beat. Um, better than, I guess, beats he's been rapping on recently. There's a little more weight to this. It's a little more fleshed out, which I appreciate. Um, when I saw it on the track list, I figured it was going to be a singing song to uh, the opposite sex. Uh, to my surprise, it's a bit of a concept record. He's talking to his kids in the game. You know, the 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 the, the Drake sperm cells, the offshoots, the derivatives. You know, Who so that was fun. Exactly? That was cheeky. Is it uh, well as mu- as much as I like this guy, Jack Harlow. That's my main man, Jack Harlow. That's that's okay. a cold white boy. Listen, Jack. Uh, and you ain't black, but I still like you. But you, but um, you are Jack. <laughs> and you ain't black, but you are Jack. You know, that's what Biden would say. Um, he's got plenty of kids, you know. Uh, Tori's a kid. Um, Tori's in timeout. <laughs> he is. <laughs> uh, look, he knew he knew what he did. Okay. Also, he's, ha- he's, ha- he's halfway not really a rapper. Uh, so is Drake. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, he's addressing his kids in the game. So I'm like, oh, that's cheeky. Um, he's got some lines. I'm in the bank saying, poor you, uh, girls in the bathroom doing something that is not Pepsi. Um, you know, shorties get knocked down. Don't they? What'd you say? RC. (laughs) There's rules. Um, no, not RC. Uh, Sam's Cola, as a matter of fact. Um, (laughs) I laughed at Big Al, Big Birds Better than Sam, better than Sam do. Uh, hey, hey, Sam Dew is good, okay? Sam Dew has a 10. Two 10s, actually. One as a solo artist and one with his previous group. Uh, what is it? Cloud Eater? I almost called him Clown Eater. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it's Cloud Eater. Anyway, uh, check out Hollow, folks, by uh, Cloud Eater, and check out Remember by Sam Dew. Anyway, uh, this this ain't uh, uh, Sam Dew rankings. This is rap rankings, and we're doing a Drake album. Um, yeah, uh, nice, nice cameo from Nikki because he's like talking to his kids. Don't make me go get your mama to talk to you. And you know, Nikki's always calling people her sons. So he I pop give her that. a verse. Eh, I'm fine. I'm fine with her not having a verse. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm more than fine. Um, you know, 
Listen, Queen review out now if you want to know what Mel thinks about Nicki Minaj, you know? Um, yeah, so I popped when she showed up. Uh, I like his singing. I, I, it was dope to hear him singing alongside the sample, you know? Um, you know, and I'm like, you know, okay, okay, the boy's here. He's singing to these these, these kids in the game. I'm like it. I, I'm liking it, you know? Seven plus. Uh, Poppy's home, I guess. You know, so I, my, my hopes are still pretty high. Why is it called Poppy's home, though? He keeps saying daddy's home. Because cause sometimes he's poppy, sometimes he's daddy. Well, then he should have called the song Daddy's Home. He's That's not Champagne Daddy, he's Champagne Poppy. Then he should have said, then he should have said Poppy's Home. <laughs> well, he did say Poppy's Home. No, he said Daddy's Home. Oh, what's going on? What in the, what in the rabbit season, duck season is happening right now? We ain't got time for this. Uh, <laughs> it's the new Who's On First. <sighs> who's On First. Uh, you want to move on? <laughs> we got to move on. Lipton's on the call tonight. That's right. All right, listen. Let's, let's move on. Track three, Girls Want Girls, featuring Lil Baby. Okay. Flat seven. Uh, six minus. Listen, this was, uh, this was Mel bait. He made this for me, okay? This was a cheap pop for Mel. If you know me from this show, if you're a long-time listener, if you have you been in my life for a long time, you know that Mel has a history of of loving and falling for tomboys and lesbians. Okay? It's just it's a thing for me. So the whole concept of this record, he's like, you know, you said that you're a lesbian, me too. He knew I'd pop for that. He knew it. Tomboy lover Mel's in the building. Um, he's got some slick lines, fuck you niggas thinking, try and block you on a fadeaway. What? The, what? What? Just Said, saying, you, I'm a lesbian. Like, much better than lesbianist. Okay, it's better yes, than that. But Cameron did a much better twist on it in Kill a Season on uh, what was it, Suck It or Not? When he said, uh, <laughs> he said, Ma, if we link, we link. You don't like men, me neither. What a kawinky dink. <laughs> I mean, that you was. <laughs> I like that. That was dope. Drake just saying, like, I'm a lesbian. It's like, no, it's you're great. not. Dude. It's great. It's no, great. He's not a lesbian. Cool. It's great. Yeah, yeah, what is yeah. a lesbian, Mel? What is the definition of a lesbian? Well, let's go to Google. Why don't we? Uh, lesbian definition a gay woman. <laughs> That's all case. it says. <laughs> uh, it's very stupid. Anyway. Uh, he's not a lesbian. Um, Gender is a construct. He, Cam, he might. Cameron did a much better twist on that on that uh, on that conceit. And uh, beat wise, I think it's 100 percent in the wheelhouse of the stuff Drake's been doing for the last couple projects. Uh, melodic sing songy delivery here, little baby feature, pretty much on par with all the other little baby performances I've heard on features over the past year or so. You know, he shows up. He sounds like he cares. I don't, but I respect his uh, enthusiasm. Melodically, I think this is stronger than Daddy's Home, but that's about it <laughs> in terms of in terms of positives. Uh, also, feel like we're a bit too early in the album for something this middling already. Fair, because I'm I'm about to meet you there real soon. But listen, I just want to say shout out to all my time boys and lesbians. Especially Are you a lesbian, Melvin? Throughout media. Yes, I am. You're um, a gay woman. Absolutely. Shout out to Vange from Are You Afraid of the Dark. Shout out to Buttercup from Powerpuff Girls. Shout out to the canker sister with the blue hair from Ed, Ed, and Eddie. This is the type of wave I've been on my whole life, and I'm going to stay on it. 
because it's my wave. So okay? you're not a you're not a heterosexual male who is into lesbians. You yourself are a homosexual woman. Yes, correct. Okay. Now, where's um, Whoopi when you need her? <laughs> no, nah, we you don't know? need Whoopi. We're accepting of all races, genders, sexualities. If Mel tells me he's a lesbian, I'm inclined oh, to absolutely believe. we are here on Rap Rankings. We got a drop for it. Here we go. You part of the LGBT community. But Shout then, out to Jesse. you know, I got to question Drake's credentials in the LGBT community. Listen, we even got a you know, don't crest don't 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 question his 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 don't dead name him. Don't what do they say? What He's queer all, baiting. That's what I've been that. hearing. He's queer baiting. Oh, oh, listen, how dare you? You don't know his life. Listen, uh Mules is wild and but but as as a unit as rap rankings, we don't stand for none of that intolerance. All right, we got to drop for for whenever we hear certain things. I'm finna hit it. Time to play the game. When we hear that Triple H, that hip hop homophobia, rough week for that guy. Oh yeah, he kind of got fired. (laughs) How he get fired on his day off? I don't know, but uh, there's no hip hop homophobia on this album. Thank God. Uh, Drake doesn't really traffic in that at all. Shout out to him. But anyway, this record has Drake um, ever said a homophobic line before? Not that I can recall. He's he's maybe have done some like classic masculinity. Like uh, I mean, on this album, he was like you acting like a bitch or whatever. But no, but I'm know. talking like you know something that would initiate that drop. Oh man, this man just said you know with the limpress. You can't trust this mules man. He's I don't know what's going on, man. He I, I thought we were inclusive here, but this no I'm kidding. But uh, yeah, I don't think he ever has. Um, yeah, uh, I relate to I might come, I might go, I don't know. You know, that's that indecisive lover boy talk. I relate to it. At first, no, I'm, I'm like... Pornhub at 2.30 in the morning, I might come, oh, I might go. come on. That's that's the normie site. Listen, bro, all right, let's 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 keep it real. These are the hours, too, for me to keep it real. If you ain't on that daft sex, okay, I don't know what you do. like daft punk, daft sex? Yeah, like daft punk, daft sex, spank bang. You know, Spank hit bang. 4chan for the foreplay. 4chan. We know about this guy, 4chan. Gift. We know about him. No, you don't. Don't spend. Don't go there for anything other than smut because it's a cesspool. All right. We know about Mel. His whole ideology and belief system was formed and shaped by this 4chan. Me, me and the, the third member, Jesse, we were on okplayer.com talking about hip hop. <laughs> we know about Mel. He was talking about my rights and all that kind what? of stuff. On um, 4chan, with the we know about the cretins that live on there. So Jesse and Mules were over there talking about hip hop. It started out in the park, and yeah. Mel was on 4chan uh, in in the in the in the grime and mud. I, I just see a skit in my head of like I, Drake. If you're listening, have you ever been to 4chan? I don't recommend you go, but I, I feel like you know he'd be in the studio at 40, and he's like, "Yo, yo, 40, yo, is this a snuff us? You know, and 40 <laughs> rolls over and sees like the person like Drake. What are you doing? You know, like he's like, I just came here because the boy, the boys, Mules and Mel told me to come to the site, and it's like, yo, it, yo, it's, it's like dead people on the site. You know, like he he would be he would be vexed. Mans will be vexed by the speaking, whole. Speaking proceeding. of Drake, bringing us up, did you not float the idea earlier that maybe we would be sampled on this album? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, hey, a Drake woo. enthusiast can dream. I figured maybe a hey. ridiculous fuck. 
Let me pull the drop in. Look, folks, I thought maybe perhaps Drake would have heard one of our humble reviews and would have sampled us, okay? You know, I thought maybe that that was a possibility, but apparently, uh, no, and uh, the universe just looked at me like, Now you're a ridiculous fuck! And then that's what all that happened, so... Anyway, yeah, listen, this girls want girls. You know, little baby comes in. I'm thinking, this didn't need little baby. He keeps rapping. I'm like, this really didn't need little baby. Keeps rapping. I'm like, all right, it's going to be good for the streams, though. And then he has one line. She like eating pussy. I'm like, me too. I'm like, never mind. Keep him in here. Great, great wine. Great wine. You know, and I know the girls are finna love this one. This Don't even this, ask this me. One. Don't even ask me how he me tooed someone. And he got a bar off. <laughs> what? Yep. How? Because he said, said me too. Because he was me too in her. She was sexually harassing him. Oh, come bringing on, that man. Of, she was bringing that kind of energy to him. He wasn't ready for it. But also, you know, he was getting a bar off. <laughs> All right. Well. Like I, mean, I said, he can't, when little baby comes, he comes to, like, deliver a, a verse where he clearly has some level of, invest, like, investment in the artist that he's working with or whatever. Like, he tries. I just... I, I'm not. I'm not all in on him. He hasn't. He hasn't blown me away. He's. he's I've fine. yet to find. We've talked about this on the show. I've yet to find Will Baby solo records that I'd care for. But for what it's worth, I've enjoyed him on a lot of features. So there's that. Um, I definitely you know. don't think he gets in the way of my enjoyment of anything. I just don't necessarily think he's stood out for me. And I have yet Look, to I heard liked any of his solo albums. So I don't know. Maybe. I liked him on Wants and Needs. He took off. I liked him on the Jack Harlow. That was a, liked, listen. Wants and Needs was a better collaboration between Drake and was. Little Baby than Girls Want Girls is. It was. And not for nothing, already had some streams on it, so he could have, you know, put a little battery in the back of this album with no singles. Album has no singles. Well, he was trying to feed. Oh, we'll get there. But look, he was trying to feed them and them. He didn't want to give us, like, I know you know, something he already gave us. But, but don't, don't, uh, you know, don't neglect the streamos. You know what I mean? <laughs> he didn't. That's why he put Lil Baby on a new song. Now, here's the thing. Lil Baby, you, you, you're a good feature artist. You're fine here. This song, I really have to say is this is, uh, the girls are going to love it. This is the Love Guru approved, this record. Hit okay. the drop. I am the Love Guru. I'm going to hit the drop. The Love Guru? The Love Guru. Guru. The Love Guru. I have seen it. <laughs> That's me. I think okay. I pop hardest for the I have seen it. <laughs> Which is funny because I've never seen it. I've never seen the movie. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that's uh, that soundbite is actually from a uh, shout out to uh, uh, what is it? Uh, another not It's not often that I, I shout out. We shout out other people in the podcast space, as they would say. But uh, you know, there's this Headgum Podcast Network. They got a little YouTube series going on. I don't know about that Headgum. Listen. Oh, you- you know about that? Well, one of my all-time faves, the Doughboys, are on the Headgum Podcast oh, really? Network. Yes. Okay. Shout out to uh, to Mitch and Weiger of the Doughboys. We love oh, the Doughboys. We're bringing that raw. We haven't played this in a while. I like them. Gold Island Red. Yeah. Oh, I like them. Headgum Podcast Network. Oh, I like them. Okay. Anyway, uh, <laughs> you want to move on? Maybe they're a good podcast network. I think so. Look, they got my man's Jake and Amir. They putting out good YouTube videos. It's it's yeah. It's it's good. It's good. Good, good The Doughboys. They were originally on Feral Audio, but the guy who runs that was a real fucking creep, so they left. 
He was too feral. He was running around like them. That's uh, true. People. They shouldn't listen. A leopard never changes his stripes. You know. What do we got? We got more. We got we so do. much more music, guys. <laughs> I don't think that's how it works. We need a. We need a. Chunas. Uh, Chunas. I think it's just tune. 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 Got more tune. Tune for, the, for your RSS feed. So watch how you speak on the pod. You know. Um. Yeah. Let's let's move it along. Track four in the Bible. <laughs> I'm a big. I'm a big. Maybe it's the Wu Tang Clan. You know, fourth chamber review we did for our uh, Liquid Swords review that's coming out on Wednesday. Maybe that. Maybe the track is track track four. You know, numerology, man. Okay. All, right. All right, number four. Relax. Relax. Uh, this title is hilarious to me. Track four in the Bible featuring Lil Durk and Gibeon. Uh, I'm going to give this record a flat six. I'm going to have to hit this one with a four, meaning wow. I don't like it. Not the worst thing you've ever heard, but you dislike it. I don't like this one. Definitively don't like it. Compared to like the last two songs where they're I, but there's something that's holding them back for me. This I just don't like. Uh I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to speak out of turn or speak for you, but I, I'm gonna hit this drop, Drake. By the way, I'm Jewish. What are you talking about in the Bible? I, I bro, I wrote. Should it be board. the Torah? So my friend, yes, it should. Um, I wrote on board, which is a bad thing to lead my notes off with. Uh, I'm bored. Sadly, what is my fate? What is my fellow Hebrew brethren talking about the Bible for? Put that on the Bible. Come on, bro. We know about you. Musically, it's not all that different from the last song. Performance-wise, not all that different from the last song. A little more melodically driven. They don't say that in the Bible. How do you know? Why are you reading that? Little Dirk, same as he's always been. And then and then, he says, I did my dance on time on TikTok. No, I did my low. dance on TikTok one time and went viral with it. So what? not timeless. Very what? not timeless line. Why did you say that? And then he proceeds to just leave four <laughs> bars open and literally just go, mmm, mmm, instead of finishing his verse. Lil Durk leaves. had a moment on Laugh Now Cry with, mmm, oh, that was great. Okay, that was a great moment. If not this, so if much. If this, is, if this is Little Dirk trying to recreate that moment, let me just say, completely failed by just ending his verse four bars early to try to just go, okay, where's Whoopi when you need her? Okay. And then, and then, God damn it. Okay. I'll bring Whoopi in. I'll bring Whoopi in for Will Dirk. Uh, here you go. Okay. He was doing just fine to that TikTok shit, and then it just completely. He wasn't went doing just track. fine to me because he's rapping about Louis Vuitton. Well, I don't want to hear about Chanel and Louis Vuitton. Yeah, and but he's anymore. but he's you know he's just doing whatever. He's not he's not offended me. Then I, I just wrote this one's a bit of a pain in the ass to get through. Pick up the energy here a bit, Drizzy. And then here comes Giveon, talks of good girls, this fucking fake ass Sampa James Blake ass. Give on guy. You keep calling him that. He doesn't. got to get him like out of here. I was right about John Tolliver, and now history will absolve me on this fucker too. Okay, this is a bunch <laughs> of low pass ambient nonsense at the end. Is not needed. 
not enjoying myself. I, I like want to say one. during the first listen for Dark Lane demo tapes that Mools made made us do after a graduation review where I was trashing Giveon. I was wrong. He's fine. I was being mean to Giveon, but here he does nothing. Um, look, what can I say about this? Was I Mel? Was I not right about John Tolliver? <sighs> it's Don Tolliver and Don Oliver, right. whatever his name perhaps. is, we don't give a damn about him. Well, found out uh, this week he was a rapist. I found that out on the on the internet, and I said, "Mel, did I not? Was I not warning you about this guy? His bad influence for months now." You were saying, "No, he's ja- he's a jack boy." I didn't say that. <laughs> Look, um, this is this is one I, I predict as the love guru. The girls are going to love this one. Um, it's, it's, it's kind of whatever. It's kind of just there. Like he has some lines, you know, ridiculous. how them niggas love you now. You know, you don't know love. You don't love me like my child, you know, turn up every day, girl. We don't say that in the Bible. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, the beats like trying to be good, but the melody isn't there. So I don't like it. Um, they tried to get musical with like that overdriven, distorted chipmunk vocal before Giveon came in, but it just that vocal puts in work throughout this whole album. <laughs> it, it, um, it, it, this yeah. is the worst song on the album for me. There's only oh, one wow. song. There's only one other song with a four, but it's a four plus, and okay. this is just a flat four. I think this is the worst shit on here. All right, well. Every, everyone shit the bed for different reasons. Drake, you're Jewish. Lil Dirk, come back to Earth. We miss you because you left Earth four bars before your verse ended and we never heard from you again. And Giveon, I want checks written to Sampa and James Blake monthly Doesn't for the influence. Like them. <laughs> for all the, you know what? All the Brits, they, we, they, you got to figure that out amongst yourself. Pounds, euros, whatever you guys got. Give each other a freaking, what do you eat? Figgy pudding and mashed peas. Go eat some of that and help each other. Stop sounding like each other. He's not from, he's from like LA, bro. Then anyway. he's been listening to those guys too much, thinking he's Brit. We know about, bro, there's Americans that think they're British and they carry on like they're fucking Brits. Okay. If you say so. Um, 5,000 to 8,000 of them. What kind of arbitrary number? All right. You want to move on? I'm fine with that. And I'm dealing arbitrary numbers. I'm a raider. No, our numbers are not arbitrary. I said you know, I don't. In direct I don't, contrast. I don't, oh, don't deal. Okay, I don't deal yeah. in arbitrary yeah. numbers. I'm a raider. Oh, you don't. Okay, well that was okay. That makes sense. Yeah, we we don't do that here. Rap rankings. No, we we stand on this. But then again, this is the first listen. So as Forty's mom always say, uh, it doesn't matter if I'm fucking dripping because this is the first listen. Listen, so, as Forty mom always say, it doesn't matter what your name is, Jabroni. <laughs> That's right, oh, 40's mom's The Rock, and Drake's a lesbian, as we've come to find out <laughs> the shocking revelation on this certified lover boy album. All right, let's move it along. Track five, Love All. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, Love All. I mean, like... Love like, to, like, like, I'm sorry, like, what... Are we going to like people like in a coma and asking them what to name songs now? Like, what is this? Who named this? Frankenstein's monster? <laughs> like, what's going on? Yo, Frankenstein's all. monster. What do you think we should raise? Love all. 
<laughs> okay. Oh man. This sounds like what? something like Love All featuring Jay Z sounds like a Kanye song, let's be honest. <sighs> well, it does you actually. It? But here's yeah, this features Jay Z. I actually give it a seven plus. I gave it a six plus. This is one of those ones for me that I'm gonna need some more time with. Anything I give a six plus on this album, I feel like it could go up, but I need more time with it because it didn't all the way hit for me on the first go around. Well, you know what's interesting? Um, I've had more time with it than just tonight because this leaked. Uh, yeah, I was gonna actually in a previous say, form. Is this the Sound Forty Two song everyone wanted so bad? No. Sound Forty Two, Need Me. It went by a lot of bootleg titles, but yeah. This oh, is, Need. I thought another one was called Need Me because he's no, really talking about now. What's need interesting me a is, lot on one of these songs. Need me. Need. I had a hold on. I'm gonna do something real quick. Need me. Okay, no. Moles is doing something real quick. I guess. Uh. All right. Whatever. Oh, not around, not around. Never mind. That's on here. Yeah, that's, that's on, on here, here too. Unfortunately, um, but we're getting there. Uh, yeah. This did you was like this song before Jay Z got added to it? I did. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you this. Uh, this was a. Uh, it originally leaked with Love All and so like it had like straight out of Pro Tools, like the freaking. Um, Why they change the title? Um. Well, no, they didn't change the title. The the oh, the okay. leakers changed the title. So when it when it leaked, it was "Love All" uh, in parentheses. Chris Deber Noel reference one A. So like, yeah, um, it was always called "Love All," but yeah. So he added Jay Z to the song, which is was not where I was expecting the Jay Z feature to be. Um, well, so, interestingly yeah. enough, I did write. Um, I say, I guess I heard the leak of this before Jay-Z was on it, but it didn't make much of an impression on me back then. Uh, although I haven't gone back to it till now. Um, it's a moody, kind of slow beat. I'm surprised that this is the beat that Drake chose to do a, quote, bar out session with Jay for. What happened to the musical Well, he didn't do the bar out session. What's that? He didn't do the bar out session. Oh, okay. Was that... I was he was supposed the the theory he was saying in the interview like yo he wants to finally get a joint with Jay where they're barring out it's not this one I mean <laughs> you know? I, so I, I guess that's we're, what, we're like, still waiting I thought that's what like pound cake was but Jay just hurt himself on that one um I wrote what happened to the musical I experimentation I, I think you just don't like clowns moves so we're five you don't tracks like cake in. either yeah reverse was horrible Jay we're five tracks in and I feel like other than the intro, all that experimentation we saw musically in the intro has completely vanished from this album, for the time being at least. Um, it's just everything else just feels like pure Drake core sort of music. Um, I thought Jay's verse on here was decent, better than his it verse. It was decent up until a certain point for me. Okay. It was, no, better it was than his good verse up on, until uh, a certain point for me. On Jail by Kanye, which is his other most verse. recent verse. It's a funny verse, but not a good one. Um, I think I heard him emphasize the word violence like he did. That was when the verse got bad. Yeah. Um, I wrote that was the exact point that the verse got bad. In the same way that he was on Monster talking about love. I don't get enough of it. Okay. I I think Jay's Monster verse started bad from the moment it started. 
in general. But. Well, no, I'm just saying the violence line here reminded me of love on that. Okay. Side. Uh, like breaking the flow up basically and taking it in a slightly different direction. Um, Yeah. I just, I think I like this slightly better than the leaked version with Jay on it, but it's still kind of slow and not very exciting for me. Um, Musically, I'm just not in love with this one. I think Drake and Jay were fine. (sighs) Look, I'll, I'll tell you this. So between the leaked version and this one, it's pretty much the same. The mix has more sparkle, I guess. It's less dull. You know, it's a finished record now. Some extra instru- instrumentation I picked up on. He removed my favorite part of the song, which was the switch. Is you, you should slide through and get your back, bro. That, that was the good part. You're going to need me and I know it. Well, sacrifices had to be made so that the goat could hey new york the goats on the album i'm like wait the goat from season four he took off the catchiest part of the song i mean look ever since it leaked this song has fluctuated between a seven plus and eight minus i never really took the time to nail it down because it was a leak you know Mm -hmm. but i thought okay is jay gonna help is he gonna finally get it over no it's seven plus still a seven plus um in my opinion jay did help but not enough sometimes this song is like it drones on and on to me like this flow it's like you know what, what drake's doing is you know it can be kind of droning sometimes i'm vibing as the kids say it just depends on my mood um you know uh i've heard this enough like you know so this was not a new experience other than J verse which is good up until a certain part it's another collaboration in the list of weird collaborations between the two their track record's odd um, weird their track record, there always seems to be one person lagging behind the other person it's never the same guy every time yeah you know all, all i'll say and this sort of ends my um commentary on this record uh i'll say it's look it's a it's a it's a song you ride around to it's very vibey contemplative Okay. Oh, oh, shoot. Before I forget, I've loved this line actually since it leaked. Um, um, what do you say? Uh, wow, I've been hearing this song for like a year and suddenly I can't remember. Uh, it's, it's late, y'all. You got to forgive me. Uh, I'm, I'm... right. Oh, yeah. Um, he says, uh, you, you, some, you know, uh, we should sit down before shit turns. Uh, whatever. It's some of my niggas don't love me. Okay. That line. That, that's, that's the line. Um, well, Mel relates to it after all these I'm seasons a stroke. Of, of abuse here on Rab. Uh, can you hit the Biden drop? I mean, it wasn't a stuttering moment. It was a brain fart, but I'll, I'll hit the Biden drop, sure. Uh, it, it, here you go. I, 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 can't, I, I can't talk. What, what do I do? Some, some of his redacted More, don't mine was, I, 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 I can't think. That, that was what I was doing. Um, uh, yeah. Um this this is this is um the okay, I had to go to the bad website, genius.com. Pouring out my soul when it might sound crazy. Some of my niggas don't love me. That that's the line. I love that line. We all feel like that sometimes. That paranoid the world hates me uh feeling. Anyway, uh final note. Um, I just want to say in the history of Drake Jay-Z collaborations talk up is underrated it's fun it's catchy the beats dope okay this talk up hate I'm not I'm not standing for it all right 
the raps um, aren't great on there, but it's a it's, it's a great, but it's not song. it's not a bar out record. It's a club record. I'd rather them do that for the most part and like kind of meet each other halfway than have a pound cake situation again and see. You know, an hey, old, you know what I'm saying? See an old man throw yeah. out his hip on a on a rap beat. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's all I got. You want to move on? We have to contractually, physically, emotionally, time, mer- timerily, timerily. Okay. Uh, track six, fair trade featuring Travis Scott. This one's on the border right now, but I'll give it a seven minus for now. I like it more than you. Flat seven. I'm a fair trade apologist of wow. uh, apologin right this now. This is a shock to me, actually. Well, you called really? it actually. You called it like. A few weeks ago, you're like, Mules, are you going to put over fair trade now that uh, you have to excommunicate a stupid fuck from your life? Oh, man. And I said, aha, very funny. I don't think so. But you know what? I wrote here in my notes. Oh, did I give you my rating? Uh, yeah, flat seven. Yeah, flat seven. Uh, another tease song from Drake's IG that never mm. sounded that great to me to begin with. But people seem hyped to hear it, so let's give it a shot. Apparently, the song samples Oliver's cousin or something. Yeah, check cleared. Charlotte something. Charlotte Flair. Can we get the check cleared, please? <laughs> I mean, she she sounds good. I mean, I check like that. cleared. I guess. The, the, no, the samples fire. Honestly, samples fucking it, it fire. Is. It's one of the best parts of the song. Check cleared, check cleared but, but it was a good check. You know. Okay. Uh, I don't understand why you blame me. Sounded nice uh, to my me. My voice is gone. That was money. Um, I wrote, it sounds a bit faster tempo-wise than I remember hearing on IG. It sounds slower to me, tempo-wise. Oh, and the drums, which it is sounds... why I'm giving it the 7 minus. I mean, it was played in his studio over speakers and recorded through his phone. It sounded so slower just... and shittier to me in the phone. Okay, well, it sounds slower and the drums are like odd and maybe it was always like this and i was just listening you know through the way he recorded it sounded different Um, than what i remember it sounding like and i wrote i uh 29 29 29 okay yeah 29 that's my 29 29 the disembodied 29 is so money drake keep saying random shit like 29 please um you don't know what it does for me but it's it's great Okay, we came from it's a It's a Mozumel inside joke. The promo video for views. 29, 29, 29. It's ridiculous. But the fact yeah. that it made another appearance. 29. Yeah, I love the melody which with, with which he delivers it. That and Seaside. Yeah. I pop for Seaside because I lived in Seaside, California for a little bit. So I love I, that I said, line. You know what? I dig this musically, melodically. Um, Drake's delivery even. Oh, Drake's delivery, even though it's not necessarily new ground that he's breaking. Oh, not uh, at all. This is pretty catchy. Now, just waiting on Trav to come through and ruin this. And then uh, Trav <laughs> sounded fairly understated at first. And then he woke up and not that bad. He kind of flows at the end of his verse. He kind of raps a little bit. Good for him. Really? I got to say, this song, it's low-key good. Okay, well, seven. Um, I would say the IG preview version was like a seven plus, eight minus to me. Wow. This one, hearing it in its all of its glory. This I is the one. This is the one. This is gonna be a hit. I don't know because the Travis part is like 
very you know fake art to me um this feels like the return favor for sicko mode and sicko mode's better uh, I uh, to the tune of like a whole sicko. point this is what i give sicko mode, would i give it an eight eight plus what would i give you it give sicko i don't know a six or something yeah um, listen i like this better than sicko this is the real this is health though health though mode um health though mode uh <laughs> Yeah, um, fair trade. This, I love that fair trade. You know, a fair trade. You know what I mean? This feels like maybe the first hit candidate or like radio song. But I saying. can't imagine the yeah. Travis part flying. Edit on the it radio. out, then. I don't care. Get this thing on the radio. It's a fair trade. <laughs> um. Yeah. That uh, Travis fell flat for me on here. Um, you know what? This is Moles and Miles' wacky scenarios. Moles' wacky scenario. I'm in I'm in one of the Facebook groups for the wrestling figures. Alright. I got a I got an online target, target.com exclusive DDP. The homie Big Tom. He's got that chase macho man with the yellow tights. That's a fair trade. Alright? Okay. And and that's and this is what's playing while the trade is being initiated. We're exchanging addresses. We're gonna let each other know when we're going to the post office. Doing a fair trade. Collectors helping collectors. No, that's oh scalping shit. Uh, well, no, I don't. I don't rock with them scalpers. Actually, I, a new a new drop courtesy of Mools. This is my message to uh, the scalpers because I haven't been able to get uh, any Stephen Curry basketball cards and no packs recently. Uh, this is my message from me to you. Go fuck yourself. Standing outside a Target, grown man. Taking, 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 kids, going, going, trading cards from kids, following people them. home, you know, going, following people from their home to their workplace. Listen, pay it to, if you don't know about this collector community, these reseller scalper community, folks, just go to your local big box, re, just see them. Like, well, you probably can't anymore because they stopped selling them at the big box, right? Groups, because these, these people fucking people would just stand around, lurking linger, around, linger around their fucking hunched over just these fucking mutants honestly these <laughs> despicable people despicable uh, listen you want to buy one extra figure to pay to eventually pay for the figure you're buying you'll charge double that's fair you know that's just the way it goes you motherfuckers buy up show up 10 out, and then clear the rack within minutes buying the whole fucking box of figures then going to ebay and putting them up for a hundred dollars for a twenty dollar figure go fuck yourself for real, listen. All right, but this is a fi- that's that's why I don't rock with that. I rock with fair trades. All right, well, and uh, I'm a fair trade man. Yeah, look, the beat is beat is classic Drake for better or worse. You know, I'd say if you want something for different from Drake, you're probably not going to like this beat. If you love Drake for this, then you're going to love this song. So, yeah, you want to move on? We got it. All right. Track seven, way too sexy, featuring Future and Young Thug. Okay, as of right now, flat seven. Seven minus, ding me, baby. Um, I told Mel last week, my enjoyment of this song will literally hinge on whether or not um, it samples. Right said Fred. Right, or (laughs) interpolates. And they did it, they did it. Right said Fred's, I'm too sexy. And they did both. (laughs) Future yeah. does the interpolating, plus we get some some I'm too sexy in like the right said Fred vocals peppered in there as well. So they did both. Um I thought Future is hysterical on the chorus. Um <laughs> too sexy for the world. I don't even like the word sexy, is, and I like the song. Okay. He, he has a second verse, it's whatever. Um 
everyone's wish... worst one here is whatever except for Drake. Honestly. Drake's was yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, I said I kind of wish this one leaned a bit more on the actual sample more than yeah. just the original vocals and the interpolation. But I'm a man of my word, and I am still pleased and entertained. Thugger up last. Honestly, Thug is so whatever to me on here, but I think Drake delivered and Future delivered on the chorus. This has a light endorsement for me, I wrote. I feel you. I feel you. I mean, it's a flat seven for me right now. If this would have had 2015 Future and Thug, this might have been like an eight plus for me. And then at the end of the song, there was like this video game sound transition where things kind of get fully screwed up, slowed down, and we're in this like kind of a musical space, like 40s outer space transition at the end of the intro. Yeah. Um, Which kind of leads us into the next two tracks. Oh, we're getting there, but yeah, listen, uh, Drake is sending good messages to the youth. Way too sexy to go unprotected. That's great. Uh, really catchy, poppy flow. Like the part was like, that's right, okay, whatever he was saying, that was dope. Talking I wish, about that honestly, in his tooth. I was wishing that personality future... raps. Future and Thug should have kind of followed Drake's lead a little bit more on this one. I'm not even playing around. Like, it's funny that people, you know, when like What a Time to Be Alive came out, you were like, like, Future's washing Drake. We need need the future only version if possible. And on this one, it's like Thug and Future, you know, 2015's co MVPs basically are just total afterthoughts Mm -hmm. on here. At least Future earns his keep with the chorus. Thug had right. no business on this song. I'm sorry. He just adds nothing. Bro. Yeah. I want 2013, 2014, 2015, even early 2016 Thug as much as anybody. But this is, this is, this could have been anyone. Let's be honest. There's Bro, nothing listen, 2015 special Thug was my lover. Okay. That was my hubby. When I was in the car on the verge of tears, Rastafari smoke. Uh, I'm Mama, sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, that <laughs> that thug is is great to me, outstanding. But I just, you know, what's that? That wood, wood. Yeah, wood, wood. It leaked as a uh, Mama. I'm sorry, you know, but it came out as wood. We wood. do the officials yeah, if we can. You know. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. Listen. This so there is, you uh, go. Official. Like, if you haven't heard our other shit, there was a point in time where. We were getting clowned on for liking Young Thug. We were the people who were there when they were still like, yo, he's trash. He dresses like a girl and all that. You know, I remember there's video evidence of Mules and Mel and Daniel Ochoa, the biggest bozo, shout out to Daniel, in his house dancing to, uh, I know there's going to be good times, trying to get Thug over to these Summer guys. Summer of 2015. Like were crazy. And yeah. they're looking at us like, yo, are these guys on meth? Same people running around talking about so much fun is great. No, no. You new to the church of Thugger. I don't want to hear from y'all with this so much fun. Uh, that came out before our show started. But folks, so much fun. You don't have to lie. You don't have to lie. It's not great. It's not great. Come on. Anyway. It's not living up to the unbridled creativity and freedom that Bro, it ain't no was showing six. in his It ain't Come no on. slime season one or two. Just stop it. Please Come stop on, guys. It. It's not even a... a it's not even holding a candle to his earlier shit. Like, come on, let's be real. Uh, anyway, um, 
Yeah, listen, Drake talk about diamond popped out almost swallowed sixty thousand. You know, he's got that diamond in his tooth. That was funny. You were turned up a little thought. I popped at that line. This is nasty man male music. This is big male, as my friends know me as. That's my alter ego where, where I'm not a virgin and I'm cool. Um yeah, everyone's just kind of here except for Drake. I wish the beat, like you said, leaned more into the the right said Fred thing. Um it's good triumphant music though. Um I'm not sure if it's a hit. I, I you it's know, I get the sense they, they they shot a video. We know. I think he's gonna push it as a hit, but I, it doesn't feel like a hit. They didn't fully take advantage of the hit that it could have been. And as far as future and thugs performances, my last note is this is exactly what I was afraid of when these features were announced. That like they do modern day future and thug things and just mail it in. So you know what I would have preferred, honestly. What's that? If the beat leaned more in that direction and he did something with Sada Baby for it, because that's way more, that feels like Sada. that's so much more in the wheelhouse. Sada. Oh my God, that would have been, oh my God. Wow. With a real, like, you know, really leaning heavily into the right said Fred Sam. Oh man, he would have been on here. Too sexy. It would have, come on. It, oh my God. I, look, we, you know, we, we tend to stay away from that fantasy booking, but you just did something to me, and now I'm upset that he's not on the record. <sighs> what can we do? Whatever. Anyway. <sighs> now I'm sad. Is, is, is there anything else to say about this? Yeah, I, I got nothing else either. Um, like I said, the lightest of endorsements as of right now. Yeah. Well, it delivered on the promise that... I thought, okay, if they're if it's called this, I hope it's this, and it's basically that. But it, it could have they could have leaned into it a little bit more. Yeah, didn't didn't realize its potential fully, but hey, you know what are you gonna do? So I guess we can move it along to track eight, TSU. Yes, um, known in the league circles and uh, as not around. <laughs> Uh, another one has been out. Oh for yes, a while. I, I wrote on this one. Is this the not around song people this wanted is real not bad? Around. Yeah. Um, uh, so, do you know who this is, Mel? Up top. Uh, sounds familiar, but I can't say I do for sure. Who is it? Well, first of all, you should probably give ratings. Um, to my surprise, six plus. Okay, flat five for me here. Up top is Michael Five Thousand Watts who's also known as DJ Mike Watts. If you're familiar with, like, Swisha House. I'm familiar with Swisha House. You know, he's he's a uh, he's a staple of Swisha House. And he'll do, you know, he'll be the one that'll do the chopped and screwed versions of the Swisha House albums. Um, you know, I, I, I know that voice anywhere. But um, musically, it sounded almost Eminem-ish with the, uh, the rain, the strings coming in everything felt very dramatic but then the beat dropped and it was your average trap adjacent ambient rap beat with a way too loud hi-hat in it bro since it was like okay, here's the thing with this not around it's the one that all the stands love you know it's it's always been good to me but yeah they were talking like oh it's a hit he needs to drop this as a single it's not single worthy it's too slow it's never been a single to me and it especially can't be now with this long Swisher House man at the beginning. Okay. They can't and let he can't let the message board long talking Swisher House man. You know, not long. That would have been I, I really think Swisha like House between man. Dark Lane demo tapes and the sort of like the leak group sort of forcing his hand in that one, 
and then certain songs that have been circulated around as leaks making it on the album as like finalized songs with additions to them and whatnot really feels like you got to stop letting the internet forum fanatics of your music sort of fantasy book your album for you well it, and you this is one where i don't think it was so much that this was always planned for it but it just took a life it, it took on a life of its own this record you know right. and i never really understood the hype i like the leak version better because i guess the one i had it just kind of goes yeah we I, I back, though, and then it like, goes right into the song instead with, of with this intro though with all the dramatic music behind mike watts I'm expecting a dramatic sounding beat. And then it just sounds like the same melodic sing songy stuff, you know, and the typical beat we were hearing on tracks three, four and five. And I had to ask on here, are we not burnt out on this already? What differentiates this from any other Drake song from the past seven years? Look, man, <laughs> the only thing that really drives this right. The NSYNC sample is cool. That's the only part of the beat that I like. Well, the first beat, because there's another beat switch. Because, look, I'm, I'm, look well, y'all kids, this is one of the worst new trends. Every song don't need a beat switch, man. At okay? a certain point, if everyone's going to have it, then the beat switch no longer has... Well, not only it, that, but if, at a certain point, every song on the album has a beat switch, then just make it a different song. Like, Yeah, and it kind of kills... The point of a beat switch is <laughs> it's supposed to only happen once or twice an album. So those moments are specifically highlighted and it's like, Oh, what a, you know, it was like a moment as opposed to kind of just the general way of doing things. Um, I wrote that this almost feels like a less energetic and less catchy God's plan, but about a girl who has no parental influences. <laughs> I'm bored again. Beat completely slows down and goes into the 40 zone during the last minute and a half to two minutes with some, Oh, 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 ass singing. Look, we got classic, toxic, patronizing Drake content-wise. You know, daddy is not around. I watch kind of the top of the pole and then get sliding down. Like, okay, right. Oh, yeah. You know, look, I'm not even trying to be a contrarian to the people who love this record. I like the leak version. It's like a seven plus for me, but this was the switch not on the leak, Mel? No, it was not. And I don't like that part at all. Well, that's what brought Um, it to five territory for me because it was really just a six, like the tracks three, four, and five were for me. Um, Well, four was a four, actually, but never mind. it was the two minutes of the pace that we're moving at on the second half of this thing that I'm like, I'm really feeling nothing. I'm just, I'm feeling boredom. If that's something. Look at the, at this, at this point in the album, I'm thinking, okay, we're not going to get a classic. Oh, well, (laughs) you know, at this point he's missed too many times for this to be a classic percentage wise, you know? So it's like, I'm I'm, I'm pretty much in the same boat as you. The promise that I saw on track one I've yet to see repeated to that level again on this album, either musically or rapping wise, but there's still a couple good songs, I guess. Yeah. Look, uh, I'm not, I'm not out of hope at this point, but um, I'm early to be out of hope, but I'm, I'm, I've dashed any hope of this thing. The window has closed for like a stone cold classic. It's not happening. So, yeah, I mean, there's a line in the second part that I did, like, we came from a broken home, and it's like, oh, yeah, you know, what do you say? Um, it, it was albums ago where he was like, uh, was like, like, 
divorced or something. I forgot. I don't know. It's late. I can't remember. He was like, who isn't divorced or whose parents aren't divorced or something. I don't know. Um, that reminds me what I want to say during the Bible song. The best Drake spirituality line is, you know, I'm not even Christian. I still went to church that year. You know, that, that, that was that was good. That was the best one where he actually acknowledged that it would be preposterous to be talking the way he's been talking about. Uh, Lately, he's been he's been you talking like he's Christian these days. Like like yeah. there's a there's a mega church that he's planning on opening or something. Oh man, turn the page us to uh, a the church. Of, he has to, to, to yeah. <laughs> anyway. All right, can we move on? You want to move on? Uh, yes. Not around, folks. You begged for it, and it ended up being a dud. So I gave it a five, go. so I mean, feel nothing. Uh, track nine in too deep featuring future no he's back so soon well listen uh to no great effect flat six six plus um i have a lot to say about this one actually this samples mel a very slowed down version of one of my favorite rap songs ever i'm talking a nine maybe even a ten okay uh bun b get throwed featuring pimp c jay-z and young jeezy um it's from Bun B's debut album, Trill, his debut solo album, that is. Um, easily the highlight from that album for me. One of my favorite rap songs, that boom, 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 boom. But obviously, the version I'm referring to is faster. So I compared this to, I, I, I wrote... Um, this is more of a practice, I think, like what he did with uh, Juveniles Back That Ass Up, slowing uh-huh. down the mood, like turning it into a straight up R&B song. So I wrote Drake is straight up singing and slowed this one down to a glacial pace. Should have glacial. put Mike Watts. I wrote should have put Mike Watts on this one with the Houston sample and considering how much slower it is than the last one. Um, I wrote we're going to get flagged. If I play Get Throwed, so just look it up yourself. Bun B, Get Throwed from the Trill album. Um, I like that he's not trying to remake this record. He's totally recontextualizing it into an R&B song. And I was very positive about practice on the Take Care review. I defended that song. I'd be a hypocrite if I knocked um, Drake for doing the same thing on this one. So what happened? Why a six plus? Well, there's this little break in the song where this guy is talking about Houston, Atlanta, Vegas, and the beat changes, and Drake comes in heavily phasered and auto-tuned to the point where he almost sounds like he's doing a Travis Scott impression. And then Future comes in, very average verse from him. I'm really not into this trap-heavy second half of this song. I dig the get throwed flip. Future's on here talking about demon time, I wrote, do I have to dub this one for the time being uh, for the time being due to the beat switch? I'm not a fan of the entire last two minutes of the song. God damn it. Six plus. <laughs> oh, wow. I wrote damn it in my notes, too, actually, because when it came on, I guess this get throat sample. You're telling me I'm, the beat came on. I said, now this is a different Drake beat. I it's wrote, different. wow. You know, no, listen and to then, get throat when you get a chance. It's excellent. It ain't gonna be tonight. It's late, <laughs> but yeah, when I get a chance. No, we're getting thrown right now by doing this review at the at this very late hour. But I'm dying. I'm dying literally. My body's shutting down. Uh, 
look, he he start he ruins it very quickly. He starts spelling, you know, and then I'm like, I'm not sure about his approach. Usually Drake's money in the way he chooses to approach records is usually never an issue. Records with that, like right? this, too. I mean, totally in his wheelhouse. Uh, he does this like run on sentence singing. And it's like, I'm like, ah, you had a stew going with this beat and you did this. And then the flow just gets bad. He starts like falling off the beat. There aren't any drums until a certain point and it's like this cheap clap and i'm just like oh what is happening and i'm thinking to myself not that the world matters and i'm like oh i can tell the world's gonna love this one uh by this one not just the song but this album so far i'm like they're, they're gonna say this is this classic and i'm gonna be holding on and nothing was the same you know so i feel like they're gonna look at this the way they look at kanye's twisted fantasy you know, and I'm just going to be off to the side like eh, this isn't the classic, but whatever. Well, this is, this is certainly no get the road. But if they just stayed in that space, it could have gotten a seven minus. It was the future demon time stuff and the beat of the second half of the song that ruined it for me. Honestly, another beat switch at this point. I'm like, why are these songs on this album as long as they are? They don't need to be as long as they have been so far, like five minutes, like. The beat switch, another one, wasn't needed. And he comes in, like, heavily reverb. Sounds like he was put in a tank. I thought that was kind of cool. But I didn't like that, man. I thought he sounded terrible. All right, well. When he came that's in. What, that was, that's what that was, is, so. That was when I was saying, like, he sounds like he's trying to do a Travis Scott impression on this one. Eh, it sounds like he uh, was, uh, you know, doing one of them uh, daggone, what's that, almost said Barry Manilow. Uh, who's the dude, the magician that uh, Blaine, David Blaine, David, David Blaine, you know, I thought he got put there in one <laughs> sensory deprivation tanks, you know, and he's just, uh, whatever I'm talking about. I don't know. What time is it? 327 AM. You want to move on? Not around. Yep. 29, right. uh, four or five summers. Oh, just, all the disembodied stuff now. All just the disembodied stuff. quotes of the day. All right. Well, track 10, pipe down, uh, flat six. Seven minus here. Wow. Um, ding me, baby. We got that working on dying drop up top. So I think they produced I'm Upset on Scorpion. They, they did. He did. Whoever it is. This sounds they, nothing he... like I'm Upset. <sighs> I think it sounds somewhat interesting, honestly, compared to what I'd expect from a beat from the people that made I'm Upset. Um, I, I find the beat somewhat out of Drake's wheelhouse. So out of his wheelhouse. Yeah, this isn't a typical Drake beat compared to some of the other beats on this album. I feel like we're tapping back into like the intro vibes a little bit. Okay. Well, uh, I mean, sort of a soulful beat, which isn't totally new territory for him. Um, but I wrote that Drake is doing a melodic sing-songy rap thing. Um, the beat's pretty lush sounding, lots of little layers. I dig the beat and the progression from this production duo, if they are a duo. Um, I wrote Drake's performance is just okay, not outstanding. I would have liked to hear more bars on here and not just the auto-tune melodic raps. Uh, it's not bad, but I can feel the emotion coming through in his performance, even if I don't all the way connect. So seven minus driven mainly by the music. The beat, the beat really ain't great to me. It's not bad, but it's just kind of there. Um, I don't know if you clocked it, but he threw in a freaking, she belonged to the streets sample from future. And I was like, really? I missed it. 
Yeah, towards the very beginning. And I'm just at this point, I'm like, all right, enough singing now. How many singing tracks have we had in a row? Usually he's better In terms of stuff like that on this album, though, where random samples will sometimes cut in, I do feel like there's a bit of sensory overload going on at points. I just, I feel like the sequencing on this album isn't as strong as albums have been of his in the past. Like, I feel like we've stuck in this singing portion this singing suite and i'm like okay enough you know and he's you remember when i was saying um on girls want girls that it's weird that this is track three that like it feels like we're a bit too early in the album for stuff like this Mm -hmm. you know that's been my takeaway on this whole album apart from the intro so far the sequencing has not mattered one bit with the exception of the intro definitely feeling like the intro and being a good starting point. And then I would say like TSU and N2D kind of with the Michael Watts on TSU and the Houston sample on N2D. Otherwise I'm not seeing much thought put into the sequencing of things. Things just seem to be coming on. Music just seems to be coming on one after another. I am tired of Chanel. (laughs) singing about chanel there are lines on this song that i think should have been on some of them billboards if he was looking for like you know you know zingers he's like what do you say on here is like if it was ride or die then you should have been dead right now i chuckled at that why was that not on a billboard um don't know how many pins it's gonna take to get over you i relate i absolutely relate to that he's like can't believe you put it on your mother's life this is that like diamonds dancing outro toxic bs it's good it's good. The beat's not great, but he has some lines here. Angel Eyes giving me hell all night. Like I was uh, saying, he I, he sounds engaged. I can feel him putting the emotion into those bars that you're referring to. If you can call them bars, I mean, he's not really rapping them, but I'm just, I'm not all the way locked in with him on here. I actually am just kind of digging the beat. Who knows if that will change, but... um. I don't, I was thinking about it, but listen, this isn't gossip ranking. So when he says your ex can't even look at me, he fell off twice. I was thinking, who could it be? And I was like, you know what? I don't care. So that's in there. I'm sure people are speculating right now. I haven't checked the internet. I don't want to. Um, At this point in the album, track 10, I said, I should have been careful what I wish for with not wanting like the, you know, he can do this in his sleep sort of microwave hits. Cause I feel like, yo, have we not gotten a hit yet? I thought that was going to be a given from Drake. I, I haven't heard like this single yet. Uh, I'm shocked at this. No, I don't think you're going to throughout the rest of this thing. No, clo- I know the closest we came was fair trade, man. I hate to say it. Cause really we're... on any other album, that wouldn't be a hit. The big shock of this album, we just get it out of the way now is that it seems devoid of hits. <laughs> which is insane in a discussion about Drake. Yes. Okay. Well, like, it makes I, sense that you made that more life connection be- right before we went live. Cause is that like, did that spawn any real hits? Not really good point. I mean, like passion fruit was mildly viral, you know, um, right. we got some covers of that Paramore, I believe Benny sings, you know, Benny sings. That's great. The Benny sings version is great. Um, Every cover is better than the original when it comes to that one. <laughs> Yeah, it's just, it's odd with this album, but we're, we're working through it. Um, yeah, I'm working on dying right now. You got to hurry up before I flatline in the middle of this episode. You you want to move on? It's needed. So needed. Okay. And we can keep it real quick on this next one. 
track 11, Yeba's Heartbreak. I don't know if I pronounce it. Yeba, Yeba, featuring Yeba. It's basically an interlude. Um, sorry, Yeba, flat five. Yeba, Deba, do uh, six minus. Uh, this is all Yeba, just her singing over the, like, in the vein like- of like 4422 from Sanfa on More right. Life or like Summer's Over Interlude from Magic Jordan on Views. It's like exactly. the little sweet that you know he gives people wednesday night interlude party next door after you're reading this it's that kind of deal but i'm thinking oh my goodness a ballad after all that singing we just got yeah uh i gotta say um i i i preed before the review because it was one of the names on the track list i wasn't familiar with so i checked out yeba there's a live performance from like four years ago that's very reminiscent of this and then there's the stuff that I've been hearing from her album that feel like more songs with like a little bit of a backing beat or something like something pretty, pretty good. The ballad, you know, Hey, no disrespect. It's all right. I don't really see the point here. I wrote, is this album not long enough? This just feels like superfluous window dressing. And yeah, not unlike that Sampa nonsense for more life. This just does not need to be here. And now well, I'm like 44 is 22. In the now infamous but... words of uh, the Captain Mules himself, I will say it's not the venue for this. Thank you. <laughs> well, then let's move it along to track 12. No friends in the industry. Seven plus. Can I get the AJ Styles drop, please? Um, I not guess. for you, but but for this. Yeah. Uh <laughs> Yeah, sure. Uh, here you go. AJ Styles, take it away. That's cap. Totally cap. That means lie. Drake, let me ask you a question. Oh, God. No friends in the industry on an album with a feature on damn near every song. Okay, okay, listen. Listen, I get it. I get it. I get it. All right, uh, six plus. Wow. Um, I was thinking the tempo, man, was going to show up. We got our first injection of energy after, like... No, there's some energy on Fair Trade. Tracks. Come on. What are you doing? Uh, it was... Uh, mm, I don't know about that. We know about you. You don't like Fair and, Trades. And even, even if you count Fair Trade, that was six records ago. You don't like Fair Trades. You're a scalper. I, I like the songs. It's 7 minus. I liked it more before it ended up on the album, but... Yeah, no, that was still six tracks ago. So, you know, he comes in and I'm like, you know, I'm like, thank God, finally, we got some energy. He popped me by saying the title immediately. (laughs) It's like, no friends in the industry. It's like the part in the movie where they say the name of the movie happened right up top. Very Scorpion energy on this record. Agreed. This feels like a Scorpion outtake. It should have been on Rules of Mel Connect. In my notes here. Um, I wrote Drake is doing a voice slash delivery. I haven't heard from him yet. This beat is bordering on being interesting, but it's not all the way there for me. Is this supposed to be the nonstop of this album? This definitely wouldn't have felt out of place on Scorp. I wrote here. Um, kind of short. It's okay. Maybe it'll grow on me. Yeah, the beat is pretty interesting to me for what it is. Drake, though, I don't know. Going to need some more time with this one, I wrote. It's uh, one of the many dedicated like Kanye sub records. You know, obviously oh, it's yes. a diss. He's he still going with he this. He can't stop. I mean, 
We'll talk about that more on the timestamp record, I'm sure. Um, much like his verse on Betrayal, it's argue, arguable whether he's saying yay or yeah, but he's like, yeah, you hit us up and now we owe you something back. There's a Shikari Richardson reference, uh, you know. Which, which guarantees that this shit was recorded sometime in the last five weeks. No, I would say sometimes in, in the last, like, three weeks, couple, two to three, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, he's sending a shot to Yay talking about, you know, his camp. You know, your niggas fuck with me. I give him motivation. Better not make this shit about the numbers. Um, you know, I, I really enjoyed it. He was like, you know, something, something with all that smoke, nigga. The way he said nigga was great. Very impactful. Uh, he mentions Peoria legend Richard Pryor. You know, I love that. And but really, I'm pleading for him to get direct because we got enough of this on Scorpion. It just just do it or don't do it, Drake. You know, like I would prefer you to not do it at all at this point. But if you're going to keep doing this, then just say his name and just seven one eight six three five zero seven four three. Call in. Are you tired of this beef? As tired as I am of it. Call That's in. the rap rankings hotline, by the way, folks. Real number. Call in. Leave a message. Let us know what you think. Uh, for now, seven plus. I appreciate that. This could go up the, for me. Uh, this was. Anything I give a six plus definitely has the potential to go up for me on future listens. This one, because there was some interesting stuff going on in the beat, and I liked how Drake opened with his delivery, but then he kind of went into just regular Drakeisms about halfway through. Look, the Cold War continues. That's all I know. And so. where's Asuka when you need her? You got her? Oh, <laughs> Asuka. Shout out to Asuka. Yeah. Uh, I guess this is your feeling about uh, the Cold War, right? At this point, yes. Okay. Um, Asuka, take it away. We don't care! Alright, you want to move on? Yes. Track 13, Knife Talk, featuring 21 Savage and Project Pat. Oh man, 6 plus. Mules and Connect. Wow. 6 uh, plus. This was a letdown for me because here's the thing: Twenty One Savage, as far as I'm concerned, is the feature king. Okay, of the usually moment, I can just of the, of the last of, since 2018, I'd say he's for years now. King. Like he's money usually on like every feature. He usually saves records for me. Um, uh, not I gotta this tell time. you, he's the weaker part of this record to me. Um, I think everybody was weak here. Everybody. The beat's I, I not great. I have to say also, this is not a featuring Project Pat situation. Oh, was that just like an interpolation or not an interpolation? No, like a sample? It's an acapella from his verse on Juicy J's song, Feed the Street, which is only like a couple years old. It's not even a classic Project Pat. All right. Well, yeah, the beat the beat's not great. It's sort of slow and I guess, you know, yeah, sinister. You know, 21 well, Savages on it. but I, I, I wrote here, Mel, beat is nothing special. Piano trap. Drake well, not doing There's like a the, violin that they add that kind yes, of spices it up a I, bit. I, dude, I'm telling you, we're 100% on, locked in together on this one. Um, yeah. I wrote, I hate when they credit features to a sample. 21 opens up with the classic Project Pat flow. Same one you hear sampled on this very song. Beat is nothing special. Piano trap. Drake not doing the Project Pat flow, doing the Drake thing instead. The violin that came in during his verse, makes the verse pop a bit more. 21 back in, doing Project Pat thing again. Drake comes back in again, so they're trading verses now. I wrote, not so sure about this. Like the last one, gonna need more time. Six plus. It was a seven minus, and it dropped to a six plus by the end. Um, it's it's just... The violin was the best part. 
Uh, for, to 21's credit, he did give me his like obligatory line that made me laugh out loud. Chopper hit him and he turned into a booty clapper. That was very funny to me. <laughs> but I didn't get like the the classic, you know, like 21 just showing out, just like still in the show, you know. So 21, you did give me my uh <laughs> moment, but nothing. So far, looking back, uh, none of these songs, none of the features are really killing it for me. Yeah, I mean, I could do without so far every single feature, and maybe I would even like some stuff more without them. I do like, uh, I do like the line, "I fuck with her, I fuck with her and her." I said, "Me too." Uh, but he's shooting himself in the foot with line like, you know, I tell the coach, "Don't take me out." I like to finish things. Don't do that to yourself, Drake. In the middle of this cold war, because you know the narrative. Everyone thinks you lied about having a diss, and Jay Prince saved you, and all this other stuff. So don't keep relitigating this and just like either say it or don't say it anymore man i'm saying this because i'm on your side okay don't do this anyway and then at the end of the record they throw like a piano at the end which is weird because this isn't like it's just like because it's a piano trap you know well it wasn't a part of the beat it was like its own like you know little intermission which leads you gotta do a switch you gotta switch it up switch 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 what's that will smith switch Turn around and switch. It's like a seven plus. That's what Drake was. <laughs> that's what Drake was doing to Forty while Forty was trying to finish this album a year ago. Oh, oh we need a switch us. The beat needs the beat us needs a switch us. All right. Well, you want to move on? Yep. All right. Track fourteen, seven a.m. on Bridal Path. We well, got what another do you know? time if it stamp. Ain't a entry. fucking timestamp. He's gonna run oh, out of times eventually. Timestamp over there. He can only do twenty-four timestamp records. Oh, because they are only twenty-four hours in a day. Yeah, unless he wants to repeat an hour. Well, you can't repeat hours. You can't repeat hours. No, no, no. Well, no, it's no. different if the location is different. Nah, you gotta. You can't be repeating. Listen, hours. let me tell. You, I can tell you. It's twelve p.m. in Peoria is much different from twelve a.m. and twelve p.m. in San Diego. Okay, there's a difference. All right. Well, it ain't happening. He only gets well, to do one number per song. Well, he gave us a morning record, seven a.m. on Bridal Path. That's uh, I believe is street or somewhere in his neighborhood. Uh, flat eight. Flat seven for me. Ding me, okay. baby. Um, I'm just happy to report the timestamp legacy has been preserved for me, um, but it's not quite reaching my favorite, which is 4 p.m. in Calabasas. I don't um, love 6 p.m. in New York. Is that it? Yeah, from, it's the one you don't love. I don't love that from if you're reading this. And I'm not the biggest, not, uh, not 9 not a.m. What is it? Toronto? Yeah. Mool's, listen, timestamp fans, Mool's got some wild takes. He doesn't like that 5 a.m. in Toronto, which is kind of the one that solidify the series as like something to watch out for like one of his calling cards you know but yeah this is this is somewhere near the top for sure um this is not 4 p.m levels for me not close 4 p.m is the greatest one that might be a hot Um, take i don't know if 30 for 30 is considered one i'd put that over this one hmm this one's well, pretty good though. Um, flat the flows, seven, are, you know? the flows are dope. He's flowing. He broke out of like the static droning thing. That oh, let's I always let's quickly talk about the beat here too, Mel. This beat, there's an I need element, a better beat. I there's need an a better element beat. in this beat. It's like a cheerleader or like an army chant or something. Something. And I think that subverts it from feeling like your average timestamp type beat. So like, 
to me, that sound in there, you know, Gold Watch by Lupe? Oh, yeah. yeah. Sometimes when you put like a weird, almost distracting sound in the beat, it can be jarring at first, but then that could be what makes the beat interesting and stand out and different from the norm. Like, I would say this, the Working on Dying song in the intro, that's the kind of stuff, and part of that first half of the what he did to get throwed on that, uh, what was that called? N2D? Yeah. Like, those are what I want to hear from Drake now because we've heard so much of the other shit from him at this point. So mm-hmm. I'll take any diversion or subversion of that. Um, I feel like, though, bar-wise, the bars on the intro were a little bit harder for me. This is a first listen, though. Those intro bars felt a little harder to me. Um, and a bit like, you know, I was saying, like, some of them were a little bit harder for me to catch in real time. Uh, I caught some shots on Kanye and that Justin LeBoy idiot on yeah, here. Fucker respectfully. Now, that, love that, that. I loved. I love that shot. Oh, right. boy, did I love it. Drake, I said Drake sounds a bit more focused on energized than his views performances on this one. Um, that is kind of going back to what you're saying about kind of getting locked in to certain flows for extended periods. Um, He definitely sounds locked in. I love this. I could give a fuck about who's designing your sneakers and tees. At that point, I just said, yeah, it's a major Kanye diss. I guess the beef continues, but He's he, he brought some thorough bars to this one. I'm not going to front. This is a pretty listen, good one. For those of you, listen, let me put my Drake enthusiast cape back on. Yo, for y'all who say the boy ain't got no bars, okay, this is a prime example of him barring out. You know, oh, the yeah. man's, you know, yo, let me hit the drop. I mean, put it all boiled down to this. We talking lyrics, rhymes, line for line. Okay, this this is one of those. It's I one would say ones, that this, okay? this one, and I, I mean, listen, first listen, I don't care. This, the intro and the outro, don't question his don't question his don't abilities. Don't question the boy's pin. Don't do it. What did Forty say? Well, we know about don't his question pen. his pen. We don't know about the pen. We don't I've know about I've seen him write. What did Forty? I've seen him write on the toilet in Hardee's. Like, something crazy, you know? But like I'll say whatever it is, however he did it, whatever you want to say about it, don't doubt the performances on those three songs from, you know, a rap perspective. It's more, you know, to rapping you gotta fucking sound good you gotta sound locked in you gotta sound engaged i mentioned views because what was that song on views weston road flows where he just sounds bored he sounds checked out it's one of those ones where he stays in a flow for like the whole record yes this this song the outro on this album the intro on this album he's very keyed in he's 100 percent locked in and engaged that's what i appreciated about those moments on this album the whole yeah. album clearly at this point we're 14 tracks in the whole thing hasn't been for me but when he's locked in i think he's sounding just as good as ever maybe better than ever at certain points you know what's interesting in your case you know we've talked in private you usually don't prefer him to bar out because you say there are rappers that are much better than him yeah but true. you know what's happening for me mel what's that his melodies are getting really repetitive. Mm-hmm. His melodically driven songs are musically and sonically, as the kids say, sounding very similar. And at this point, I kind of like I'm I have a new objective with him. 
I want to hear him over different shit. And I guess I'd rather hear him rap at this point. I'm over <laughs> him as a singer. And I think he's tapped out as like, some, there's no hits on this album. You said it yourself. This is an odd album in that the focus, I can't really, you know, going in, it was up in the air. It's like, all right, is he going to swerve us and give us like a hardcore rap album? Is he going to, you know, kind of lean into the title and give us like a, you know, R&B centric album? It's it it's kind of scattered. Like, I, I can't, you can't really pin it down, um, which is the case with most Drake albums. But usually he goes between them in a much more fluid manner than this album. Um, yeah, it's uh, he's he's got bar. The Nipsey bar was dope. Six it in Blue Stones talking about his watch. Um, you know, uh, oh the bar, I love the bar. He's like, you know, my songs. Like they, he he said uh, they sing them shits like folk songs. That was dope. Um, oh, Dad, if you're listening, had to pull my niggas out the mud like I'm training Marines. That was amazing. That was great. Uh, he got at Kanye directly. Well, as direct as I guess he's going to get, you know, you playing with my seed, you know, obviously referencing the you are hiding a child. <laughs> bars. Uh, talking about Kanye posting things out of desperation. He was out rapping the beat. I think the raps were better than the beat. And that's a For rare sure. occurrence. To yeah, he's, he's out rapping the beat, but the beat has that interesting element running through it that makes it at least yeah. not. It, it was so t- the beat's so typical Drake, if not for that weird sample running through it. So yeah. I at least commend whoever added that in there for giving us something different. That's all I want from this album is Drake not doing the same shit that he's been doing for the past seven years. So even if yeah. it means you having to throw some musical curveballs in there and just have him have to adapt to those fine just as long as i don't have to hear him over trap beats or doing the whoa singing anymore all right we just want to come on we got to shift the paradigm right we gotta we gotta discover new trails that need to be blazed well let's blaze it uh perfect thing to blaze a trail on we're racing now track 15 race my mind uh the leak was known as intoxicated um this is one of the leaks that's held up. Uh, surprisingly, I would I didn't know it was going to end or end up going in, but seven plus, uh, seven minus for me on race my mind. Um, so listen, keen uh, keen eye wouldn't work. Keen eared listeners uh, may have noticed he's basically just modernizing uh, the Rick James song. Um, you know, came home last night, didn't make up to me. That that's what he's doing here, you know. Same same thing, you know. Just got off the phone and I can already tell. Coming home intoxicated, you know. No, this is one of those leaks. You send me his leaks. Um, this is one that I just listened to once and didn't go back to, according to my play counts. Well, because the leak had a whole open like verse. It was okay, just one verse and a sense. hook, and that was it. Um, I wrote that the beat itself had a little bit of movement to it, like Fair Trade did. Uh, mm-hmm. Despite it not being something entirely out of the ordinary musically for Drake, uh, that Biggie acapella shows up in the mix. Drake is singing. I, I guess this is sleep. yeah. I, I said I guess this is an R and B song, but over a more hip hop beat. It's okay. It's a little catchy. We'll see if it grows on me. And then I wrote, "Ooh, the second half forty flip with some straight raps sounds yeah with a beat a weird beat." And as far as the 40 part two beat switches go, 
I definitely prefer the first beat, but I like that this song has the catchy singing and up-tempo beat up top and the atmospheric and cinematic 40 stuff with some straight raps at the end. This was a six mm-hmm. plus with just part one, but with the addition of this part two fleshing out the full record, I'm getting this one over. This is this is one where scent mail was activated because, you know, I mean, I'm always activated. I'm, I'm scent mail, but, you know, you're going to make me beg, make me plead. It's lines like that where I think about them girls that, you know, running over my feelings like they drinking and driving in an 18 wheel. It's one of them records, you know. OK, I'm connecting with it, if you will. Uh, I'm thinking, yeah, like you were saying, it's kind of catchy. Is this going to be one of the singles? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Um, the B- I don't know. I mean, when Sicko Mode came out, I was like, there's no way this becomes a hit because of the beat Sicko switch. Mode being a hit is just indicative of this just being a weird time in culture. Like, Perhaps. it shouldn't be a hit structurally. But, like, but yeah, just, the beat switch is. made me think there's no way this becomes a hit, but it did. So maybe this one, like I said, it has some movement to it like fair trade did so mm-hmm. i could see it i could see it uh maybe being a single but come on man like the fact that singles aren't outright jumping out at us on this album is weird very weird for a drake album you know that's usually the thing i don't have to worry about at all i was i was worried that it'd be too much of that like the layup you know the easy low-hanging fruit and we haven't gotten it really since you know so uh, yeah, uh, I like I like the uh, beat switch here. Actually, um, well, before I go to the switch, uh, better beat mix here than the leak, which makes sense. You know, it was a leak; it wasn't finished. But the vocals sound kind of buried compared to the leak. Um, you know, uh, wow. So the, the mix was better happens. on the leak. No, no, it wasn't better because the beat mix is better here on the official version. It's just the vocals are a little low. You know, um. The so beat switch happens and he's rapping and he does another thing like in uh believe track one where um his like he's rapping with his chest out like his tone is very dope very uh you know um what's the word I'm looking for um commanding right. um he, he's got some lines you know hating on Wi-Fi they don't pay for that's great a shout out to my man uh Steph Curry you know I, like, I really like that Drake sounds awake and alive on this album. Which, That's a good thing. If you want to talk about him not sounding awake and alive, views more life. I mean, enough said. He sounds on on the rapping songs. He sounds checked out on those. Mm. Yeah, he's he's checked in here, rap wise for sure. The flow's dope. He's doing like the good toxic bars. My only our final note is the outro part where it kind of gets you know wall of soundish. Might need a better mix, but then again, I don't know. It was first listen. First listen, it could be fine. I ain't even heard it in the car yet. So, yeah. Uh, that's all I got. You want to move on? Yep. All right. Track 16, Fountains featuring Tim's or Tim's. I'm not sure how to pronounce it, but uh, we're in good shape. Seven plus. This one was hard one. This is a hard one for me because I preed Tim's earlier. We'll get into it. Six plus. Wow. All right. Wow. So listen, this I was will- the the clearest hit candidate so far. I'd say. Mm, I'll tell you why it's not. Okay. Thames, I checked her out earlier, okay? okay? Again, a name I wasn't familiar with going into the album. I kind of like to at least listen to a song from them or watch a video or something, kind of visualize this person, get a feel for what their music sounds like. Uh, I checked out her song, Damages. Okay. I think it's really good. All right. uh, I actually recommend people listen to it. Anyways, 
uh, onto this song, though. I wrote, my God, it's the blem of the album, maybe? And then quickly I wrote, eh, and here's why. The comparison just has to be made, okay? This is nothing like his chemistry that he has with Rihanna. Aw, you ain't have to do that. It's not even like the chemistry that he has with someone like Popcon. But Thames sounds good, and the song is decent. It's definitely musically interesting to me, more than a lot of stuff on this album. But I don't like Drake on here. He sounds off on this beat. There may have been... Wow. Like, to me, this would have been better served as just a Thames solo record. And I wrote that I am sad. I have to dub this one as I was excited for it after hearing Damages and realizing he'll probably never do a record with Rihanna again, so this is probably his next best option. And I thought that Thames and the beat completely outwrap Drake on this one. Wow. His... He sounds awkward on this, to say the least. I felt no chemistry, and I felt Drake sounding completely out of place on the beat. If it wasn't for Drake, this would have easily been a 7, maybe even a 7+. plus. I wholeheartedly disagree. Wow, I think everyone pulled their weight here. This beat great you know this was uh this is my favorite singing song so far on the album when it hit this the melody of this beat complete completely up my alley it's a male melody all the way um there are lines on here where it's listen this is virgin male all the way i'm just sitting in my room i'm 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 just i haven't had no sex you know fantasizing thinking about girls hashtag girls you know i can't fathom this life without you this is you you saw vertigo right you saw vertigo oh the movie yeah so you know what he does to old girl once you know the first girl dies. She want he wants her to be just like the girl that died. I'm just saying. I think he's trying to go for something here, and it's sad oh on his part. God. I just want to let it be known once again. Thames is great. I'll actually start listening to her because the song damages is so good. Drake, I'm sorry, buddy. Rihanna's not going to call you back, okay? And no amount of Thames is going to change that. had to do it you had to bring that up drake if you're listening I'm, that's moves that's that's all moves i wasn't gonna mention her at all i'm not doing no comparisons tim's does sound good on here i look forward to coming back to this record this could go up to an eight um well you I need, the, I need to hear this in the car i'll check her out check she's her out. good um yeah this is my is this i like this one. i like this one um, Thames can, and Sammy Maximin are my two favorite artists oh, this year. Sammy, Sammy Maximin, you gotta love it. I'm actually pissed off that we didn't get Billboard saying, "I hey, was America, telling you, Sammy Maximin is on CLB." Look, if y'all don't know about Sammy Maximin, if you don't know, check you don't out know that about God, God Made, Made Away. Away. Oh it was a song of the summer. Song, song of, the summer. of the summer. Song of the summer. Uh, I'm hearing "Song of the Fall" after this album. I've been low. I've been Holy shit, it just hit me. Nothing on this album's rated as highly as God Made a Way by Sammy Maximin for me. It's true. <laughs> yeah. God right. Made a Way is a, a nine for me. Clip clip it, clip it, tag him up. He's got to hear this. Oh, man. All right. Let's Sammy, see. you outdid Drake, the certified lover boy. You're the new lover boy as far as I'm concerned. Wow. Well, he's handsome enough for it. It's a handsome better, man. Sammy Maxim is better looking than Drake. Let's be real. Wow. The, guy's a, the guy's a model. <laughs> All right? Come on. Let's not All even right. go there. 
okay? Because we didn't we didn't ask to go. This is the first listen, okay? Sammy, we love you, baby. Drake's listening right now to Mules and Mel. Like, yeah, it's all good, man. Listen, you could debate and analyze. Uh, you could go on ESPN.com backslash uh, message boards backslash. Uh, uh, we don't give a shit, or, 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 and you could you could comment on there. <laughs> All right, well, hit her in with the whoopee then. <laughs> wow, Mool's fires back with the whoopee. Uh, whoopee, take it away. Okay. And with that said, uh, you want to move on? I do. Okay. Track seventeen, get along better, featuring Ty Dolla Sign. Um, another one that was leaked, but like in snippet form, I didn't even realize it when I saw the title on the track list that it would be that song. But uh, flat seven, uh, six minus. Um, yeah, it came out as a as a as a um snippet, and it was like just the one line. Trust this whole me, fucking album's leaking all over the place, Mel. We've had some of these songs for months. I get along better with your friend. I don't okay. like that we've had so much of this for so long. And yet the album was still an hour. Well, to his credit, most of it has changed. So yeah, okay. Um, the only thing that really didn't was well, I mean, he added the whole beat switch to not around that I don't like. But yeah, um, yeah, it came on. I said, oh, I know this one. This is that get along better with your friend. Um, he had some lines, you know, hold me in these trying times. This is what in too deep should have been for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's some cool storytelling, which we don't get from Drake that much. Like it's I a good the, build up to the climax. At least the R and B portion of N Two Deep, like that first half, I like uh-huh. better than this, definitely. Okay, well, I think this is good R and B. I like it. I'm, I'm, I, I, got I enjoy beef. hearing I got a Drake beef with one element specifically. Okay, I wrote this is the first time that they went for something different musically a bit, and I straight up do not appreciate the left turn no, musically. Okay. If I had to compare it to anything in Drake's catalog, it's kind of like keep the family close with a very obnoxious hi-hat randomly in the mix that only pops up every go-round, you know? Um, So this is a straight-up R&B song. I Mm -hmm. think the hat is really fucking this one up for me. It takes away from the lushness of the music itself. The snare is also a tad annoying. Um, so there's musical elements here. I don't like in the production. Um, I wrote that this is maybe the closest that Drake has ever come to straight up making adult contemporary. So maybe that one little hi hat is there to youthify things just a bit. Youthify. At this point, I literally thought to myself, where is the running on empty drop? LOL. We're not recording yet. Ty Dolla's contribution. Wow. Do I have to hit it? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, the running on empty. Huh? I mean, I, I won't have to hit it this review at all, so here you go. This is running on empty. Uh, Ty Dolla's contributions are minimal, to say the least. I barely even noticed him until the last 45 seconds or so. Wow. Well, I agree there. He's barely on here. Much like Jaded, you know, So, and I, I like Jaded a lot. But anyway, yeah, that's pretty much all I got to say. It's a cool R&B song. Um. You want to move on? Yep. All right. Track 18, You Only Live Twice, which is sort of like, I guess, this is a YOLO sequel. Right. Uh, featuring also, Will a Wayne pretty good James Bond movie, if uh, we're talking Bond rankings. Oh, James Bond. Okay. Huh. Bond rankings, another day. Uh, yeah. Featuring Will Wayne and Rick Ross, six plus. Seven minus. Wow. Yeah. That's a shock to me. Uh, I had I had an interesting take, I thought, on this, though. 
okay, what is it? Because so we we open up with a Maybach music drop and a very like Justice League, the Olympics. The I feel like I've heard this beat a million beat. times, dude. I wrote that this would have not felt out of place on any of the last six Rick Ross studio albums. Exactly. I've so heard it's this only beat right a million times. It's only right that Rose leads. He's fine. Bullet wounds won't be covered by covered Obamacare. Covered by Obamacare. Maybe stands out from yes. his verse for me. Mm-hmm. Drake sounds pretty locked in and energized. The Swiss mm-hmm. Beats disses crack me up. Yeah. Did you catch those? That day you sounded like a bitch. You fancy, huh? Yeah. Classic. Mm-hmm. I, listen, I love Swizz, but he was talking wildly out of pocket recently. He said he's so hoping his plane crashed or something. He deserves know? to get checked. Um, I wrote, let's see how Wayne does on cleanup. Very pussy-centric verse. Wayne did fine. Jill Scott line popped me. But honestly, he probably has my least favorite verse of the three on here. Um, also, this song could have come out any time in the last 10 years. Uh, this does not sound like a new song to me at all. Nothing new whatsoever, but it's pretty cool. Nobody had a whack verse. Beat was fine. Nothing special, but that should be enough. Yeah, look, I just, it's very simple. Uh, this beat is just like a dime a dozen in the Rick Ross uh, beat store, I feel like. It also kind of muted compares to everything else. Like the mix was, you know, or the master was lower. Something was lower. Um, I feel like I've heard better from all of them. That's oh, pretty yeah. much yeah, for sure. my takeaway. Like, and I mean, you know. YOLO is a bop, as the kids say. It's a slapper, right? Well, the motto. Yeah, whatever you want to call it. That's another song that shouldn't be called what it's called. Should just be called YOLO. Well, I don't think he predicted. To, his, to be fair, I don't think he predicted YOLO would take off like it did. Right. So. But either way... Um, Maybe that, he did because he did like say it. Like that song goes in, you know. You ghost ride the whip to that one. You play that in the club. Like you can't do that with this. This is a meat and potatoes record all the way. Yeah, total meat and potatoes stuff. But yeah. I, I thought you know um, everyone did okay. All right, well, you want to move on? Unfortunately, okay. Track nineteen. I am Y two or I miss you too. Featuring Kid Cudi, um, six minus. Four plus, my second least favorite song in the album, behind that atrocity with Little Dirk and Gibby on earlier. You know what? I'm going to hit the drop, even though I don't feel this strongly towards it, but I love the drop. What can I say? And it's been a while. Uh, this track, 19. The song, however, I agree. The worst, maybe the worst song in the entire world not good lyrically lost Question the about. worst song the lyrics in the song don't make sense got a question for you okay is that xxx tentacion at the beginning of the song i wouldn't know it sounds You're like asking the wrong person a I don't vocal sample dude. of him from like an interview or something I have no idea. I don't know if that was I don't really know what dude sounds like. I haven't heard him enough to know. I'm just speculating because Kid Cudi's on this song. Maybe this was like a mending of Fences song. (sighs) Please. And with the I miss you. But Cudi opens the song up. I wrote, are we sure this isn't a Donda song that got hacked into this album? Sure sounds like it could be. Musically, nothing special here. Trap adjacent ambient shit as per usual. Exactly what I don't want to be hearing. This really sounds like a Cuddy song featuring Drake. I can truly do without this. Truly. 
And then I just wrote finding myself because Drake says finding myself. I wrote, LOL, this is a 35-year-old dad talking here, people. And that's all my notes. I hated this one. Uh, well, I didn't hate it, but I don't like it. It's stupid. It ultimately wasn't worth the pop of the Kid Cudi feature being revealed. It's like, oh, I guess they patched it up. And listen, as a guy who just recently in the past few years came around on Kid Cudi after I'm, despising I'm him. I'm fine with them patching it up. I kind of like Kid Cudi. I think these two guys given their track record, should have done a lot better on this one. Absolutely. Um, you know, listen, Kid Cudi, I no longer despise you like I used to, but uh, this reminds me of why I didn't, didn't I'm like I'm cool you. with Kid Cudi. His song Kitchen is like a 9, maybe 10 for me, one of my all-time favorites. All right, relax. Uh, Mel, Kitchen? I don't, I don't go in the kitchen. It's I from Passion, Pain, and Demon Slaying. You check that album out? Absolutely not. We know about you. You ain't no Pete Davidson. <laughs> I'm not. Um, yeah, I'm not one of those kid cuddy save my life people, you know, and I have been known to laugh at them. But hey, I respect him now, so that counts for something. Um, I didn't understand like his first four to eight lines. He was, sounds like mushmouth. I don't know what he was saying. Um, yeah, it was cool to see that he made the album, but this song is just a complete misfire. Hey, um, listen, I hope they remain friends and they make better songs together. Yeah, basically. That's how I feel. And that's all I got to say. They should be making better songs together with their specific skill sets. Yeah. So that's all I got to say, man. Um, Best of love to both of them. You want to move on? Yes. We're almost done. Damn. We are. I'm not damn as in I'm upset, but we're doing pretty good, I think. Making good time. Sponsored by Lipton. You know, there's money on the line here. We got to appease the sponsors. Track 20. Fucking fans. Um, yeah. Six minus. Flat six. Wow, you like this more than me. Oh. I guess. Look, man, I don't have much to say. It came in, I said, okay, sounds like party next door in the background. And I'm like, yeah, okay, that's definitely party. The writing, why, like, why is he definitely the only good person this. to not get credited on here? I don't know. Featured. He put the Wayne billboard up in Toronto. Wait, he's know. the one that put the billboard up, like physically? No, I'm saying <laughs> party wasn't mentioned. You'd think he would have been on the Toronto billboard, but it was Wayne. Oh, okay. I thought yeah, literally um, it's like, nah, they couldn't put him on the billboard. He was the one putting the billboards up, dude. <laughs> he's working in a he doesn't make music anymore. He's a billboard guy now. He puts billboards Drake, up for Drake. Drake went downstairs in the OVO compound and was like, yo, party, can, could you do me a favor? <laughs> Oh man, listen. Yeah, look. He it sounds like a party song. Hell Hashtag right. just, free party. Leave him there. It doesn't matter. It seems fine. All right. I just said, eh. And I'm like, yo, are there no hits on this album? This oh, is what I boy. wrote here. And you notes. know that the remorse is not going to be a hit. It's a the record, well, right? Because it's it's a the record. The the uh the ride. The calm. The calm. The resistance. The resistance. All the does. All the does. You know. Uh, so, I mean, the second part of the song, I say it's cool. Saved it from a five plus, um, mm. the beat and the content. And that's really all I got to say. It's just, okay. that's, that's um, that on that. So I wrote the song title that immediately jumped out to me when Drake put out that chicken scratch earlier on IG. That's <laughs> uh, the first song I noticed. Sounds like outer space R and B. I think it's pretty interesting musically though. A bit slow Mario galaxy style. Um, oh man, his chorus vocals sound rough. 
Honestly, pretty interesting beat, but I'm just not loving Drake's performance very much. And then I wrote, ooh, another outer space type beat drops in halfway through. Man, I said, ooh. <laughs> A little more up-tempo, but definitely still spaced out. Not rap, though. Still melodic sing-song rapping. I guess this is Drake's, quote, reckoning with, quote, toxic masculinity. End quote. Talking about out of his 20s still living foul. Yeah, we know. Letting some of his insecurities out. Sad he has a kid now. My son. No. He should have rapped on this part and given the song more of an even balance, but it's just R&B beat switch. Why? I thought this would be another 11th hour uh, ratings change, but nah, six plus. All right. Well, if you're ready, I'm ready to move on to the final track. Well, if you're rating this, it's too late, right? Because yeah, we I made it to so. the final track. <laughs> or you're just in time. I don't know. Track 21, the outro, The Remorse. Ooh. I'm glad to say he ends on a strong note. Seven plus. Uh, flat seven for me, as of right now. I mean, yeah, but, all this is as of right now. It's the first listen. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying, as of right now, uh, we've reached the end. It's the the track. We've just brought those up. Are there any more we missed? Uh, probably. There might be more the tracks. Uh, I wrote, will he bar out again like he did on a couple of select tracks on this album? Let's see. Piano beat with girls singing ethereally in the background, waiting for beat to drop. It's a 40 bubble drums beat. Diary entry, bubble cult drums. of personality, spilling your guts type record. Am I wrong to say this is Look What You've Done Part 2 with the worst beat? Kind of. Uh, musically, not out of character for Drake, but he's definitely rapping on this one. I still feel like the intro bars were perhaps the most impressive on this album, but I like that he's getting personal here. He's reaching into his bag of tricks again. It's, I mean, it's a The record. I think it, I like the does. I think. The does are pretty good. <laughs> I'm not the biggest The Ride fan, but The Calm, The Resistance is pretty good. Did did you catch his mules and mail diss? He's been dissing us throughout this whole album. I didn't want to bring it up. Oh, I don't think so. I think we didn't get dissed until the end. Bad oh, against he's talking me. Don't about... know where they get the odds from. Listen, oh. we were worried. Yes, mules and mail. It was yay, a it was, yay it, of it, little listen, faith. We we were scared we, for him. We were okay? we were understandably, and I think actually ended up talking about this while we were recording our Liquid Swords review. So you'll hear this in more detail there, but. The truth is, you know, we are Drake fans, but we're just looking at the numbers. We're looking at every the way everything was going, and we were just questioning some things and maybe thinking, you know, I'll, I'll tell you a quick story. Um, Shaw is coming, by the way, and my friend Shaw in school growing up, he was like school president like every year, and he's coming, by the way. So, Jesse, you've been talking <laughs> shit about Shaw. It's, 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 that's coming to an end very soon, okay? But we got to get through this Wu-Tang shit first. Anyway, so he was always pre- he was always getting voted class president. And then in junior year, we're going into senior year of high school. He's going for the big one. Senior class president. That's like the big one. All right. You had to do a speech, a graduation, everything. I mean, you get to be, it was like the real presidential election down there. And I remember like leading up, like he wasn't really campaigning. I was like, Shaw, what are you doing? And he was like, nah, play, I got this. Like, I don't need to campaign. Like, everyone knows who they're voting for. And his arrogance cost him the election, guys. He lost. Oh God. He thought he didn't need to campaign. He thought everyone knew Shaw's going to win. I am the president. I wear a suit to school every single day. 
shot. That's what this CLB rollout has felt like, like. That's what it's felt like. So I'm just trying to help uh, a fellow a fellow Jewish man. <laughs> well, the the verdict is out as far as how this is going to perform commercially and critically. Um, but yeah, he seems to think like, yo, he's still firmly in first place and we'll find out soon. But uh, I mean, I like this seven plus. Um, I was expecting more fire here in the outro, like fiery, you know, but well, he's out rapping the beat again. I, and the I rapping is so good. The intro was the best production wise and rapping for me on this album. But at least on here and on that, what was it? 7 a.m. In, in Narnia or whatever it was called. <laughs> All right. We know about that one. All 7 a.m. Right. in Narnia. He was barring out on a couple of these songs. You got to give it to him. Lying a witch in the wards, bro. Yeah. Well, hey. But all the Chanel in the store clothes. What yeah. does it come out to for Mules and Mouths? The first well, listen. Hold on, so hold on, hold on, hold on. I can't move it. Oh, you got more? Say, you got more? Yeah, I was just going to say more subs, more stories we've heard, you know, mm-hmm. about his early life before blowing up. The flow is good. We got to. I think this was a cool peek at like the top, what it's like to be on the top. Um, you know, code of personality, but it works for me. He gave me something that I would expect from Kendrick. This kind of nobody praying for you thing, you know? Yeah, no one's He's praying like, for anyone know, that's these how days. Ended with it's it. just how it is. Yeah, I guess so. Well, anyway, uh, yeah, it's that's not, Obviously, say, so. this is not going on the board, but I do have my ratings. Well, right. You want to rate this thing? We got it. Okay, so um, he got a uh, daggone... This feels weird to say for me or a Drake album. 12 out of 21, 57% takeaway. That's an album, 12 songs. I mean, no one told him to make 21 song album. That was his choice. This is true. 139 points out of a possible 210 for a 66% average. At that 66 to that 57, you get a male rating of a 61.5% weighted or a 6.1 out of 10. Uh, How about you, Morph? I got eight out of 21 songs, so just over a third. Uh, mm-hmm. That gives me a 38% takeaway. Now, I I did have five, six pluses that I would like to go back to. So I would say, you know, my most generous read on this could potentially be a 13 out of 21, or as low as it is right now at an 8 out of 21, 38%. Uh, I had 129 points out of an available 210, giving me a 61% average rating. Uh, you take mm-hmm. the takeaway, you take the average, add them together, divide by two, giving me a rap rankings weighted rating of 49.5% weighted. Well, that's just a mool's weighted rating. The rap rankings weighted rating is my 61.5 plus your 49.5. Oh, that's right. Yes. And the rap rankings, wow. Rated rating is 55.5%. Wow. Five, five, five. So- yeah. Uh, you oh, know wow. what? He, he, wow. wow. Due to the. I'm, due to, okay, I'm hitting the music. I'm hitting the music. This was all an elaborate ploy for him to get over uh, his proclaimed goat, Jay Z. And, and his current enemy, the Cold War. Oh, wow. So we got. Uh, if this, it, this is not going on the board, but if it were to go on the board. It would be the same score as Watch the Throne, but due to the fact it has more tracks, a.k.a. higher margin of error, we always put this the album with more tracks, but the same rating above, you know, the one with less tracks and the same rating. So this on the board, if it were going on there today, would be above Jay-Z and Kanye West Watch the Throne, 
but below Missy Elliott to real world. Wow. Wow. At a 55.5%. Is it a classic? No. Does it suck? No. In fact, with a few notable exceptions like that intro, I hate to say it, it really is more of the same. This has been my, my closing thoughts is this was I walked away and I said, weird. This is the first album where I walked away. First Drake album. I walked away feeling like how I feel walking away from artists that I'm not that enthusiastic about. Um, usually I'm not this lukewarm on Drake albums, like a little over half. Like I haven't felt this lukewarm since more life. No. And I would say this is a hey, if someone wants to know, I think it's better than Dondo, which we chose not to review. Um, sorry, I don't mean disrespectful, Donda. I'm not gonna do the rap speak on it, but you've done. It I like if you wanted to know, folks. I only like four but, okay. songs on there. What okay. you say? You've done it a half dozen times and then said you're not gonna do it. Well, it's fine, Donda, Donda, There's a there's a nice medium, Donde. There you go. Um, I like four songs on there, so this is better than that. I like this feels uh, like Drake's Pablo. I like six, I like six songs on there. Well, you know, you've you've been afraid that this is going to be your black album, meaning, you know, I was a diehard Jay-Z well, fan. Well, it might be, though, statistically. Let me see what you gave the black album. Um, This might be one where, like, kids in the future are like, yo, it's a classic. I'm like, nah, you missed the real classics. You know? Let me see. Let black me go, album, uh, I gave it a 57.5%. Okay. Well, that's, well, I give it a 61.5. It's pretty close. Yeah. So, yeah, I I mean, you know, if you if you're just listening now for the first time, I used to be rabidly into Jay-Z and I celebrated the man's entire catalog. Black Album came out and like I liked half of it and I just felt he was beginning to get lame and out of touch. And you know what happens next. So I don't have to tell you because all of a sudden. Two years later, later, everyone came around to me. To I'm sorry. On that, on that Kingdom Back. Come, and people were saying to me, "Yo, maybe you were ahead of your time with that Jay fell off shit." It's like, yeah, okay, go listen to your Black album, okay? Well, you know, I think Black album's a classic, but you know, yeah, me too. Metallica is the Black album. I agree. Oh, dear, um, yeah, that's look. This has been the review. I think we made great time. I think we we did what we had to do. I think we did right. I'm I, still mad at you for. You fucked inexplicably Jesse screwed us over. You fucked us over. You fucked Jesse over. You fucked the you fucked the world over. Let's be honest. But weird that intro was Elliot Wilson posting billboards and. Uh. All right, Elliot Wilson. We're not here to discuss that. We're here to discuss Drake. Your album. It was okay. It was all right. It was not great, but it was not terrible. Listen, was this worth the wait? No, because no. there's no. There was no in my feelings. There was no like, oh, there's a hit on this well, album. I don't even mean like just looking for hits. But I just feel like, was it worth the wait? No, but oddly enough, I'm not upset leaving it. I'm, I feel very peaceful about it. Oh, I feel very know, neutral like, on it, honestly. I don't love yeah. it. Don't hate it. There were I'm a few highlights for me, but. Even, I got the songs I got. I think, thankfully, the rapping was so good that like I'm like, great. I got some more rap Drake songs. I didn't surprisingly get the the pop songs that you know. That's what I'm hits. saying. I wanted, I wanted like, and in my feelings, I wanted something or even something like. That's how you feel. Mob ties stuff that's low key, kind of really catchy, even though it's not going to be a single. 
I feel like I didn't really get a lot of that either. Like Drake was locked into his songwriting bag on Scorpion. As bloated as it was, there's really a lot of highlights on there for me. <laughs> Blotus. No, as as bloated as it as it was. Bloated flower though. bomb. What time is this? Two thirty AM California time. That means it's four thirty AM your time. It's four twenty five. You still gotta, gotta put this out shit out, out. So I gotta put it together. Look, let's get out of here. Drake. You gotta go. Guys, is that, uh, this review's a duppy. You know what? Okay. Hold on. If you like this shit, patreon.com slash rap rankings. Uh five dollars a month, you get bonus content, you support the show. Keep shit like this coming if you liked it and if you don't want to support us and maybe you just want to fucking keep listening to the free shit that's fine too uh subscribe at least to youtube.com slash rap rankings thank you hope you enjoyed don't dox us good night peace